Our institutions have become corrupt. Unconstitutional agencies are infringing on your rights. What will it take for you to open your eyes to the tyranny at hand? You're an American born with unalienable rights, yet those rights are being trampled every day by unelected busybodies. Your liberty was secured by strong men and women of yesterday. Are you willing to let it slip away? You're listening to the Dangerous Info Podcast with Jesse James. Lockheed Martin officials report that the U.S. Army will test its newest short-range air defense laser weapon. Lockheed Martin has built a new laser weapon for the Army's combat vehicles in anticipation of future competition for the U.S. Army's short-range air defense system. The laser weapon in question is the Directed Energy Interceptor for Maneuver of Short-Range Air Defense, or DIMAS. DIMAS is a 50-kilowatt-class laser weapon designed to be integrated into the Army's combat vehicles such as the Directed Energy Maneuver Short Range Air Defense or the DEM Shored Prototype Army Corps Technologies recently leased. DEM Shored has offered protection to maneuvering ground forces and equipment from threats such as unmanned aircraft systems or UAS, rotary-wing aircraft, rockets, artillery, and mortars. Raytheon Intelligence and Space Weapons System for DEM Shored combines a 50-kilowatt-class high-energy laser, a beam director, an EO-IR target acquisition and tracking system, and a Ku-720 multi-mission radar. This gives soldiers an effective counter-UAS solution as well as provides counterintelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance capabilities. In addition, the Raytheon team moved on to demonstrate its system, and the Army chose to go forward with those prototypes. The company received a $123 million contract to supply the laser weapon. Raytheon Intelligence and Space is a subcontractor in the Other Transaction Authority, or OTA agreement between the Army and CORD, a wholly owned subsidiary of KBR based in Huntsville, Alabama. The systems will be mounted on striker combat vehicles that the Army plans to deploy for field operations in 2022. Raytheon Intelligence and Space Solution was employed in a series of realistic scenarios designed to evaluate the performance of the system, establish threshold requirements for the laser and demonstrate its technical maturity and readiness. At the shootoff, soldiers operated the system and effectively tracked, identified, and engaged a variety of targets. But after those prototypes are built, Lockheed believes the Army will reopen the competition because the system will be critical in future operations against prolific threats like unmanned aircraft systems. The company plans to reuse technology developed in other programs and also extend its offering to include Army radar components. Defensive laser weapon systems can complement kinetic weapons during field missions by providing a low cost per kill, speed of light delivery, and a deep magazine limited only by vehicle fuel. 
Previously, Raytheon Intelligence and Space also delivered three high-energy laser systems to the U.S. Air Force. The systems have accrued more than 9,000 hours during operator training and operational assessment. Raytheon Technologies' counter-UAS solutions include sensors and kinetic and non-kinetic effectors that, when networked into a command and control system, provide layers of air defense and force protection designed to meet a variety of threats. The company is also investing in infrastructure over the next several years to make manufacturing advancements and improve network integration. The company is also using digital twin technology to design faster and to innovate more efficiently than was ever previously possible. Lockheed is also showcasing that technology at AUSA. Lockheed believes that once the Army completes the first four DEM Shorad prototypes, the service's rapid capabilities and critical technologies office will have a set of documents containing the technical data package and overall threshold requirements and will deliver that to program executive office missiles in space, which will kick off a program of record and launch a competition for the capability. Lockheed also said the architecture of the thermal system used in the prototype program is not the same architecture used in the DIMOS offering, it instead uses a similar architecture to what the company delivered for the Air Force's Laser Advancements for Next Generation Compact Environments program. The company plans to push out a virtual twin for DIMOS in December and will demonstrate the capability in the field in 2022. A Dynetics and Lockheed team should deliver an IFPC high-energy laser technology demonstrator in fiscal year 22, and then four prototypes are due at the end of fiscal year 24. Lockheed aims to have the development of the DIMOS Digital Twin finished by the end of 2021 and begin field demonstrations by the end of 2022. The wheels. The wheels. The wheels. The wheels. Well, the wheels are coming off. The wheels off. The wheels are coming off. Coming off. The wheels are coming off. The wheels may be coming off. The wheels are coming off. The wheels are coming off. The wheels are falling off. The wheels are coming off. The wheels are off. The wheels are coming off. The wheels are coming off. Yup. This is the lunacy they are gaslighting you with. You're listening to the Dangerous Info Podcast. The Dangerous Info Podcast. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. That's right, you guys. It is a damn shame. It is Monday, 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 August 21st, 2023. Welcome to the Dangerous Info Podcast, where we discuss the mysterious, the esoteric, politics, culture, prepping, survival, and more. We laugh at the mainstream media. We mock the globalists and their technocracy plans. And we are the only meat-based show that I know of. And we are God's remnant warriors prepared to bolden up against these anti-human parasites. Welcome to the Dangerous Info Podcast, everybody. If you believe that the Maui situation was simply mismanaged by government officials, I'll tell you it was perfectly executed according to their plan. That's right. And tonight, episode 108, Your Sacred Temple featuring Coach Michelle. And she's right here in studio with me, Outcast. She's sitting right next door here. And we're going to get to that real quick. But before we do, I wanted to tell you guys to go to DangerousOffGrid.com because you can grow food. 
might be a little late in the season right now, but you can still grow food because you know why? You can also prepare for next year, all right? What you have to do right now is get the lowdown, the know-how to bring that food and get it ready because at some point, who knows, you might be cut off. So I want you guys to go to DangerousOffGrid.com and learn what your grandparents knew, all right? You're going to learn the fastest, easiest, simplest ways to produce food, produce calories and nutrition, especially if something like Maui happens here at home. And you never know. These people are desperate. These globalists are sick. They're evil bastards, but here we're here to win. And tonight, I want to uh, say a big shout out to our subscribe stars, our current monthly subscribe star shout out. A uh, big thank you, guys. You guys are sharing the show. You guys are uh, helping fund monthly on a monthly bla- uh, basis, and we uh, appreciate everything you guys are doing. Fire Doug, Ryan Mansfield Show, Carmen Rosario, Jill Bark, Chad Geyer, Mark Javier, Cheryl E. Manny Espejo, Biffermack, Hamhock, Heidi Human, Dwayne and Teresa Lozowski, Michelle Yerkes, and Pastor Eric King. Ah, yeah. How you doing there, Outcast? I'm blessed in the battle, brother. Oh, I know you are. And you know what? We talked about that blessed in the battle stuff. That's going to be one of our first shirts, you guys. Hey, Outcast, <clears throat> that, that song that was just playing? Yeah. Right here? Have you been hearing mm-hmm. anything about this song? Oh, yeah, a little bit, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is uh oliver anthony guy's awesome popped up out of nowhere even though he's been singing forever uh but but he's not out for the limelight right he's out for the the real man the real woman who feels the same struggle that he does you know he's not this pop star out there like everybody else so uh i can appreciate this guy and um okay sitting over here across the seat from me uh is coach michelle and uh, if you remember coach michelle she was on the show uh, Oxford's Angels quite a while ago for what November of last year or something like that. I and um, yeah, so you guys have never met in person or even on video here, but you will tonight. So uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to uh, uh, episode 108. We have a lot to get over uh, or, or cover. And um, I just want to say thanks to all the live listeners and the podcast listeners too. Uh, everybody watching on Rumble, Twitch, Pilled Foxhole, Twitter, Cloud Hub and D Live, what's going on, everybody? I'm seeing your uh, your uh, your your comments are starting to spool up a little bit here, so I'll be checking on all that stuff. And uh, you know what? If you guys have any emails or have any anything you want to, for the show, email us. All right, something that's interesting that you think is going to be great for the show, just send me an email. Dangerous Info Podcast at protonmail.com. All right. So, Outcast. Before we get going, I have a uh, iTunes review, brother. Another one. Another one came in from last week, so I'm going to read this to you. And this is a, a um, you know, I'm encouraged you guys, if you want to get out there, it helps the show to give us a five-star and a, and a nice um, review like this one is. So this one comes from Dangerous Grammy, whoever that is, on Tuesday. And uh, the headline says, such a great show. I have really enjoyed this thoughtful, engaging podcast. Jesse and Outcast talk about things that make you go, hmm. Uh, you know things are not right. You have questions and none of the mainstream media ring true. What is it? What can you do? What's behind all of this? I feel like I'm hanging out with a, a few friends, whether I'm listening or watching. No fear, uh, no fear mongering or sensationalism. Dangerous Info Podcast just puts the information out there. You draw your own conclusions. I love that they open and close with a beautiful prayer. They pray for their podcast, their guests, and the audience. Uh, share the show with those you care about. If you feel uh, your mind 
uh, let me say, if you free your mind, the world becomes a different place. So true. So stay close yeah. to God, our Father. Dangerous days lies ahead or lie ahead. Uh, we will all surely need his mercy and grace. I subscribe to this show because I want to see more content like this. It's how we combat the propaganda that controls our airways. So thank you, Dangerous Grammy. That is awesome. And if you guys amen. want to, uh, uh, yes, amen. If you want to uh, leave us a ratings and review, you guys, please on, please do that. It helps the show come up in the search, come up in the ratings and helps us grow. And it doesn't cost anybody anything. So uh, that's, that's over on iTunes. I'm not sure about uh, the other uh, podcast catchers, but, uh, iTunes, that's how it works. And I'll be checking those. Uh, again, if you want to email us, you can do that too. So outcast talking about the, uh, prayer and everything right there. Why don't we send this, this, uh, this show off right now before we get going with one of your, uh, prayers and a little hedge of protection umbrella over us all brother. <clears throat> uh, dear heavenly father, uh, we can come to you humbly again. We thank you for your endless mercies and your unfailing love. We thank you for being the God of compassion who overlooks our transgressions. We thank you for washing away our transgressions and cleansing us in the blood of Christ and blotting out our sin. We thank you for your hedge of protection around us daily in our personal lives and our family lives and our life's projects. Um, Lord, things are sketchy out there. We, uh, we're, we're trying to hold the line. Sometimes it's unnerving to see what the evil out there is trying to accomplish. We know that you are the God of all. You are worthy. You are good. You've, only shown us good through your your actions throughout our entire lives. We have no reason to doubt that you are not in control and that you do not want to seek vengeance on these people who, who seek to inflict harm and death and damage upon your children. So Lord, we, we come to you today. We're asking for you to be all around us, to guide us in our thoughts, thought processes, and our words that come out of our mouths. We're asking you to um, uh, guide us in our friendship uh, with our listeners that listen and, and, and gain something from this, Lord, we ask that um, something of value comes out of this episode that blesses their lives, helps them in some way, uh, guides them into a better existence on this uh, in this this plane of existence we live in that's so fallen and broken since the, the the fall in the Garden of Eden. But Lord, um, we seek you. We long for perfection because we know who you are and we know it's to come. Uh, we know it's going to be difficult to achieve here, but we know that nothing is beyond your capabilities. We thank you for um, our guests that we've had on and, and Coach Michelle. We welcome her and we're so glad that she's a sister in the Lord and that she uh, shares our values and our understanding of the world. And uh, we just look at all these people as extended family. Lord, for any of our listeners out there that are dealing with something difficult, I know there's people out there who have spouses that have cancer or they themselves have cancer, people that have um crushing depression and anxiety, uh, worry and fear. Uh, Lord, we know that you are the one thing that can remedy all these things. Uh, we know that you never promised us, us that we would not have adversity in our lives, but you did promise us that you would be there with us in the adversity. So if there's anyone out there who hasn't turned to you and their, their back is against the wall, they've reached the end of themselves, we pray that, Lord, they, they decide today is the day that they turn to you, submit to your authority, Take your yoke for your burden is light and your yoke is easy. And they learn what it is like to live in love and light. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to do this podcast. Jesse and I find it very fulfilling. And all the people who listen regularly and participate in some way or another, we can't thank you enough for them. I pray that you'll bless every single one of these people in earshot of this program. In Jesus Christ's holy name, I pray these things. Amen.
Amen, brother. Thank you. Yes. And uh, just a, a quick correction. I said uh, that song was um, Oliver Anthony. That's actually was Chris Anthony. His his grandfather is Oliver. So that's where the mix up is. But anyway, thank you, uh, Outcast, for that prayer. And uh, as always, brother, uh, every show needs an out, uh, an Outcast prayer. So uh, it, it's great to have it. And uh, I'm sure the um, well, I know for sure the, the people like hearing it. So, um, Michelle, what do you think of that? It was pretty good. I like, uh, I, <laughs> you're not on camera yet, but, no, but I, can when, I, yeah. when I listen, uh, when I listen to the podcast, cause I very rarely can watch it, but, um, it's one of those things that just grip you. It's, it's what sets it apart from different podcasts and other people and truthers that are on, on the air. You know, yeah. when you give glory to God the, at the, the beginning, you know that you're in the right spot. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, yeah, thank you for that feedback. And you know, we're only here because of him. Um, I, I've said it before on the show and say it again. I was on my knees praying and I said, God, you, I, I can see all these things. What do I do with it? Tell me what to do. And next, you know, Jesse's calling me. So, um, you know, I, I, I pray before we pray. I pray and I said, God, give me the words to say that will bring glory to your name and, and, and inspire other people and encourage them to pray in their own way. Um, that's the whole goal. So may, may uh, I decrease as he increase. But thank you for that feedback. It's humbling. Yes. So you guys, uh, our raffle, uh, we, we've been doing this every week. And this is a raffle right here. It, it is a silver coin. It's a, I want you guys to enter our raffle, our fundraiser for the one ounce silver round drawing. Uh, $5 gets you in. We need $100 minimum because it's a fundraiser to do the drawing. So uh, we don't have that yet. Uh, I keep looking. And if you guys want to get um, get in on that, go to DangerousSuperChats.com and you can drop a $5 uh, fundraiser offer right there. And um once we hit $100 for this last one, uh, we'll draw it. So we're not there yet. I think it's going to take a few weeks to get there. Uh, but our, our last three, those were at $25 um, uh, winners. And um, so from, from here on out, we're going to do, do it up to 100 So, uh, again, dangerous inf or DangerousSuperChats.com if you guys want to get on on that. So, um, Outcast, b uh, before we get Michelle on here, Coach Michelle, talking about fitness – now, this is another show that we talked about earlier, Outcast, that's going to fit into our whole, uh, I guess, prepping uh, fitness type of um, uh, genre. Uh, you know, we have a whole lot of different kinds of, of episodes on this show. And uh, with this one, it's going to be the same same thing. Uh, you know, it fits last week when we had uh, gardening. Um, the week before that, we had uh, home invasion uh, with, with uh, Doug. So um, this one, another one. Get your physical fitness up. Uh, your, your sacred or your body is your your sacred temple, you guys. Um, so, Outcast, I think you you understand what I'm talking about when we talk about how this is going to fit into uh, you know our, not only the biblical realm but also how this is going to fit into uh, our uncertain future coming ahead. Uh, you know, physical fitness. Hey, if you guys got to get up and and, and move, you got to be able to get up and move. Uh, how are you going to do that if you're not ready for it? So I think that's what's going to happen tonight is uh, Coach Michelle is going to talk us through uh, that philosophy. She's also going to talk about her online classes because that's what she does. She was our coach and our family here for, for quite a few years. And, uh, you know, so uh, she, she puts on a, a great, great classes, you guys. I mean, these classes will whip your butt, uh, but it make you a better person for it, right? So it's all about that mental fitness and it goes right in hand with physical fitness. Outcast, what do you think of that? No, I love it. It makes sense. Um, it's interesting. I, I just, a passing thought. Uh, there's people that I've 
you know, and I'm sure everybody listening with our astute listeners <laughs> have felt the same way. There's different, there's people that you run into in your personal or business life where you're on the exactly the same page and you can kind of compare notes spiritually, uh, compare notes with conspiracy and link the two. And you guys are always, on, you know, kind of simpatico. And I, I have a buddy at our home office, his name's Jake, and we talk all the time. And, you know, when COVID was first happening, yeah. we just felt this, this, instinct not just to, to stockpile food and stuff but and and get our weapons in order but we also felt this need to work out and get uh more physically fit for mm-hmm. whatever lied ahead so the, f- the fact that you're bringing this up in this manner totally makes sense to me because uh you know i'm not like i'm not like a superhero in the gym or anything but i i do push-ups several, you know and i do a lot of manual resistance stuff because i'm getting older and uh, weights are a little harder on my joints but i still try to move um and if you what good is all this uh, all this knowledge of this other other things if you have no stamina to uh, withstand the next onslaught because they're not stopping they're they're going to come after us in every angle so sorry for my stream of consciousness rant there but um, yeah I, that I makes a lot sense of people felt the same way I mean didn't we all a lot of people felt that <laughs> yeah things, for sure things are getting weird I got to work out you know yeah <clears throat> and you know it's funny how that happens to you I mean I I expanded and I made my garden way bigger uh, in 2016 that whole year because something was telling me hey you got to prepare just in case, because you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, I made a big garden. I planted my asparagus, some fruit trees. I did all that stuff. Um, and it's in, it's in great shape back then. The fruit trees are bearing fruit now. Um, the, the asparagus is, is big, comes up every spring. So, um, you know, there's just something, I think we, something that is in us, God is in us, and it pushes us to these things. We know what to do. If you stop thinking too much, we know what to do. The problem is we overthink everything and it screws everything up. So you got to, sometimes you got to go back and listen to what your gut is saying, because that's God talking to you. And, um, that's, that's, that's what I try to do is, uh, live my life, uh, as much as I can that way. And, you know, it's hard depending on what we have going every day, but, um, we all are connected. Uh, you just have to make sure that, oh, that opening, uh, stays connected. Um, anyway, before we get into it, um, go ahead. You have something? Well, I was just going to say, too, and I'm sure Michelle's going to get into this, but, um, you know, what we've been through for the last three years, this PSYOP that we're living through yeah. um, is extremely distressing and anxiety inducing. And the one thing that can that can remedy that is getting your blood flowing and, you know, exercising. I'm sure Michelle, you know, Michelle might touch on that. But, um, you know, if you are feeling like you're spiraling, you might want to get moving and get your body moving a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Hamhock says outcast is looking very svelte lately. You've been working out. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I was, uh, had a bad habit of snacking in my car and I've kind of dialed the snacking back. So I think I'm, I, it, I, I go up and down pretty quickly. I, I bounce around. So win, winter time I fatten up summertime. I come down. Come <laughs> yeah. Down. I hear you. I hear you. And for me, it's, it's, a, it's the salty, crunchy snack. I don't have a sweet tooth. I, I, uh, crunchy, salty stuff. And it does, doesn't do me well. Hey, we all have, we all have our, whatever it is that we like to go to, you know, and, uh, I, we all I get, get, I get chubby fast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know me too. There's short guys like us. We can get chubby quick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got to watch it. So, <laughs> uh, but, but that's why we have Michelle here. So we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. So, um, before we go there, I just want to right off the bat, talk about this lockdowns, lockdowns part two. Um, and if they come now, all this is stemming from, uh, Alex Jones last week, the TSA agent that tipped him off. Um, so, you know, it makes sense to me. Um, at the same time, it, it doesn't seem like it's poss- possible or plausible even. Um, but, but again, there's no, 
These globalists aren't scared to try anything. All right. They think that, uh, you know, we're just little ants down here in their little um, in their in their little hobby box. And, and that's what they do. So, yeah, I will not comply. Um, you know, hopefully you listeners out there will not comply. I think a lot of people learn from the last time uh, because, you know, I, I I didn't play their games. I didn't play none of that crap. And, and I know you didn't. And, you know, we've talked about it for the last two, three years or two and a half years on this show. And um, uh, are, are we witnessing witnessing a comeback of a, another scamdemic? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? OK, so as far as what well, I, the TSA agent told Alex Jones, the thought of it is absolutely infuriating that, that if they're going to try to pull this, which mm-hmm. shouldn't surprise me if they do, because they still have their UN agenda 2030 yeah. and they need to fast track it. COVID didn't go the way they wanted it to. Trump didn't go the way they wanted it to for them. There's a lot of things that are making them move fast and hard to get to their goals. Yeah. Um, so I don't, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I plan on this time. I, I'm going to have a, when I don't wear my mask, if anybody says anything to me, I'm just going to say, I don't comply with governments that lie. That's going to be my saying, just to give them something to walk away with and chew on, <laughs> you know, because everybody at this point, I should say everybody, most anybody with a, two brain cells to bump against each other knows that we've been lied to about a plethora of things. You may not be a conspiracy theorist, but you know that we've been lied to about so many things. And, and to sit there and go, oh, it's time to mask up again because they said so. I mean, come on, get your head out of your butt. I mean, <laughs> I can't even deal with, with hey, yeah. people driving around their car with their mask on already. I still see it every day. I still see it. It's, it's craziness, I man. I do too. It's wild. Um, Breaks my heart. But anyway, we'll, we'll probably end up touching on that a little bit more. I'm going to uh, take us to a break right now. And on the other side of the break, we're going to come back with uh, Coach Michelle. So, um, right. Outcast, why don't we um, – yeah, I think that's it. So we covered that. Let's let's go on over to, on over to break. And uh, we're going to figure all this out, the world's problems – on the other side of this break with uh, Coach Michelle right here on the Dangerous Info Podcast. During the scandemic, it was the women, mostly the women, that stood up and fought back against these tyrannical orders. Men, if lockdowns part two does take place here shortly, are you willing to step up, stand in place, and do what the women did back then? during scamdemic too? It's a big question, you better ask yourself. I don't want to be the only guy in the hardware store telling the uh, workers that I'm not wearing a mask. Getting in arguments with these Karens up and down each aisle watching me. No. Men, you need to step up in this next pandemic. Scamdemic lockdown. Can't be just the women anymore. We don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing fairly well. That's why we need the money. Percolator. Percolator. So this is what we're going to go after. These umbrellas right here. Got the, all the devastation right next to it, but we got these umbrellas and these trees. The trees we could justify. We can say, you know, they're tall. People can make up all these excuses in their mind on how these two fit the equation. What you can't make an excuse for is the umbrellas. So are those really umbrellas? I mean, they look like umbrellas. So I found a video of someone flying a drone over there. Check it out. So there it is, guys. There's the umbrellas. 
There's the close-up, you know, those are umbrellas. So here's the question. How could those umbrellas not be burned? Like literally, how could these umbrellas not be burnt? Okay, guys, it's Look. Friday, August 11th. It's blue umbrellas he's talking about, you guys. And I'm walking around Lahaina. Remember that. After this the color blue. Fire, and you, can, you can see there's X's in front of... You see the devastation? Now, how do you justify umbrellas? This should be... The straw that breaks everybody's back. It's impossible. There's nothing you could tell me. I don't want to hear it. CNN. Fuck all these people. This is impossible. This is impossible. This is impossible. The blue How umbrellas. does it exist, guys? How does it exist? We got to ask the question. And things like this are the signs that we need to do something about it. This, this is impossible. This means that they're lying. Their whole narrative is bullshit. This 100% couldn't be a fire with this symbol right here. It's impossible. You can't have the two. So what was it, guys? Laser weapons and for different wavelengths. So what they're showing on the screen right now is a laser going over different color towels. Yellow towel, red towel, blue towel doesn't burn. Green towel, white towel burns. Blue towel doesn't burn. There's something going on with the color blue. Blue cars made it. Blue umbrellas made it through the fire. How? did not burn in flames. Same as the blue umbrella. Do you want to be a sponsor of the Danger Simple Podcast? It's quick and easy to do, fellow patriots. Simply go to subscribestar.com, buzzsprout.com, or any other support choices listed in the description of this episode and join us today. We aren't beholden to mainstream media narratives because we aren't mainstream media. If that's important to you, then we need your support to continue to grow and spread the message of free speech and the truth. We are just one small show out here competing with these globalist-funded, script-reading shit shows. We aren't down with dystopian nonsense. We're down with freedom-loving, liberty-seeking patriots like yourselves. We are the Dangerous Info Podcast. Please join us today. Stay dangerous, my patriot friends. Stay dangerous. All right, you guys, listen up. We're back with your sacred temple with Coach Michelle tonight. Your health and fitness levels will will uh, be a big part in the future, whether you understand that or not. Or you do not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God. And you are not f uh, your own. For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body. And that's 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. We believe the amount of chaos in this realm is growing and we will eventually visit your doorstep. We will talk about survival and preparation in a lot of this on a lot of the show. And, and that's what uh, how we built the concept of tonight's show. Tonight, we're going to welcome our friend Coach Michelle to the studio to talk about uh, uh, the philosophy and the mindset of keeping yourself and your family in tip top shape for the uncertain future ahead. And who knows, you might have to grab your stuff and go so you'll be able to keep up. Well, tonight we'll give you some uh, some good chances for you to keep up. Coach Michelle, she can be your uh, personal trainer, nutritionist, or lifestyle coach to help you achieve your fitness goals and find your healthiest life. She specializes in personal and online training via the gym technique 
online training app. If I said that correct, Coach Michelle, how are you there? <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? Welcome to the show. Welcome good. to the show live in, in, in studio here. And um, it's it's the first time that you've actually been live here, but you've been on the show before. Yeah, it's nice in here. It's intense. It's nice. I like it's, it. It's getting there. We're, yeah. we're trying to we're trying to get this thing looking uh, more professional every time. So there's Outcast. Outcast, here's Michelle. Nice to see you. Yeah, you? you too. You you think it's an, it's it's intense? You said in there a little bit. Yeah, I mean he's 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 the radio station in here. I walked in just thinking I was going to put my iPhone up, and we were you know going to put some earbuds in, and he equipped me with all this stuff. I was like, wow, this is this is big time here. Pro, yeah. Well, you, if you think it's intense now, just wait till he runs out the door to shoot a possum on stuff when he goes after his chicken. He's done I'll, that on the air before. I'll, I'll do that before him. I'll <laughs> yeah. let him stay on the I'll air. I'll send her out. She can do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that that was bad. I had to do that that night. But uh, hey, you got to protect their flock. That's what this is all about, you guys. Uh, protecting the flock. So, uh, welcome to the show. Anyway, let's uh, let's get going. Let's bring this music down a little bit and um, welcome you properly. And how's everything going, Coach Michelle? We've we talked to you uh, over a year ago on the show about the Oxford Angel event. That's all over with. We had the one year. Uh, I believe it was a one year something. You know, back to school. I can't remember what it was, but there was something going on recently but um probably I'm, the trial or um the miller trial where they they were back on going through with oh the that's right yeah. yeah so yeah. you know that i'm glad that's uh, you know it's just a horrendous thing i'm just glad that's all beyond us right now uh you know praise god for the families and hopefully they're doing all right so um anyway you're here to talk about your sacred temple which is the body that god gave you gave us all now first why don't you tell us a little bit about the online classes that you do. Uh, wh- what is this all about? Because I, you know, like I said, we worked out with you at your gym um, back for for years, uh, back before the scamdemic brought us, uh, yeah. brought everything to an end. Yeah. So we did have a, a store, you know, a, a gym that we had, you know, hundred clients, sometimes a, a few less. But what had happened was COVID hit. COVID hit in two thousand and. Um, 20. 20, 2020. So we opened in 2015, 2015, 2020. Here it came and, and all of this, um, you know, comply and shut everything down. And, you know, at that time, I had been part time from my job um, to, you know, further my family and, you know, take care of my kids and, and then run my gym, which was just another part of who I was. And so um, it wasn't in me just to comply and, and shut everything down like, you know, everybody else was doing. So I had to come up with a different thing to do. So I started doing Zoom classes and doing everything online, jumping from coaching and being in person with people to now um, trying to figure out a way to keep people connected, engaged, strong, healthy um, through, you know, ways that we could do it um, and not just, you know, the standing outside and standing on different mats with each other, which we stood outside and worked out right up until it was, you know, cold outside. Um, but those people that were scared and the other people that are coaching, not everybody was, you know, with, you know, meeting in person. So we had to switch over, we had to move and groove and we had to go quickly. So that's when online really shot up and, and, you know, made itself. So fast forward, um, you know, if the pandemic didn't show anybody, anything, it was, you don't obviously need a gym to work out and stay fit, um, mentally, physically, and spiritually, you need, you could do that in the, you know, a six by six square in your own house, just kind of like how you have set up in the studio here. Um, Talking so about like a prison workout. Just a prison workout, yeah. you know, really. I mean, that's kind of my background. You yeah. know, I, I wasn't in prison, but I've 
I've been there for, you know, 25 years. It's my career. Yeah. So, you know, watching how these people actually train and work out, you know that you need nothing to do that. So we switched to an online platform. It just grew, um, you know, over, over the, over the years, really, um, you know, I stayed engaged with, you know, the department and, you know, teaching and the deputies and that, but I still kept my hand in the online platform um, so I could reach as many people as possible. And that really is where um, I could reach as many people as I could without having to have a storefront or something or the non-compliance issues with, you know, the government or whatever. Um, so that's really where it spawned was 2020. So COVID was a it was a blessing in disguise. Uh, it was also probably one of the most horrible things that had happened to everybody. Um, but out of it, if you really um, dug down deep, there was really some good that came out of it. So I was able to reach, you know, since then, coach thousands of people since then, instead of just the same hundred people that it was just in my community. So that really allowed me to expand. Um, so I have people in Canada, Utah, California. I don't just, you know, coach people in Lake Orion or Oxford. It's everywhere. Um and you get a good feel for, you know, other people and what they need. And, um, you know, just being a people person and, and reaching out to people, people are struggling. So uh, the online form platform is not just physical. That is one, um, you know, aspect of the health uh, and fitness that I do. But people are struggling mentally and spiritually. And that is very much a trifecta of of what the health is. If, and we need to balance all three of those, especially when people come to me and, you know, they want to train, we get to the root of what's going on and then we tackle it from all three sectors. Yeah. Okay. Any uh, thoughts on that? No, it's just good stuff. It makes sense. And I'm glad she's combining the, the mental aspect with the physical, because I know it goes hand in hand and a lot of people suffered under COVID restrictions. Um, and I, and I like hearing too, cause I'm kind of a, I used to like to mess around with weights, but the older I get, it's a little unforgiving and I move towards manual resistance and I didn't even think about prisoners doing, you know, that type of workout. So I feel a little vindicated that I'm okay doing lots of pushups <laughs> yeah. and lateral lunges and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't need it. You know, mo the, the biggest, um, there are, there's different concepts of people or in misconceptions of what health looks like. And it, you know, people are watching these, you know, three minute TikTokers and they're saying, you know, you can get six minute abs and they're watching these females and males that, you know, have worked out their entire lives and they're on, you know, they're on SARMs, they're on, you know, supplements and peptides and all these other things, but they're selling this dream to these people, these unsuspecting people that, you know, they're going to have abs or if they do this, you know, pay $9.99 and they're going to give you six exercises. And then people are deflated and defeated when they spend this money and $10 these days is a lot of money. So when you're selling these dreams to people and then people do your program or they buy your, your little, you know, blip of a workout and they, they don't make it fix it. It's, it's defeating. And that's what makes people not want to come back and do things is when they get defeated because people are already uh, as defeated as people can get. I mean, people are rock bottom. So when, when they're, you know, throwing money at people, when they don't have it, and something that you tell them is going to work doesn't, um, you can just see it, the, the defeat in people's eyes and, and faces. You have to give people hope and you have to give them, you know, a vision of what they can be. And you have to, you have to go slow. So you have to tell them too, it's going to, it's going to be work. It's going to be hard work. And, you know, everybody's exercise looks different. Everybody's workout and health looks different. So, you know, my husband, who's 250 pounds, a six, three, just a giant muscular dude, 
well, his workout and his health looks a lot different than mine. You know, we live in the same house. Um, we don't eat the same amount of food. We don't train the same way. Um, you know, we don't, you know, we don't sleep the same way. So there's, there's different factors for everyone. And you really have to know who your people are and get to know them at a level um, where you can help them bring out the best of their inner self. And that's really with physical movement. I don't care what the physical movement is. I have a, my mom who's 75 years old with multiple sclerosis. She's not deadlifting 250 pounds, but she'll go and mow her lawn and she'll go for a walk and she'll do some air squats because that's a functional movement. And we do that all the time. Um, Your mom's an awesome woman. Yeah. So <laughs> she's she, fun. she'll do all of that <laughs> yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, and then I have, you know, the, the 19 year old CrossFit, um, games athlete that I coached and she goes to the regionals and CrossFit. Well, she's working out and doing things a lot differently than the 75 year old woman, um, who's just trying to live and, you know, make sure that she's healthy and staying away from, you know, big pharma drugs and, and keeps herself, you know, healthy because consequently being unhealthy just leads to a uh, big pharma. Cause you're either going to be sick or you're going to be healthy. It's just, you got to pick which one that's going to be. You got to work toward it. Yeah. They're both hard. So physical movement, it, it, working out the misconception is that you don't have to be in a gym. You don't have to go into CrossFit class. You can do whatever is enjoyable that gets you moving. That can be kayaking, walking your dog, um, riding a horse, um, mowing your lawn, um, Zumba, you know, there's a thousand different activities you can do. And it doesn't include, you know, going in and smashing the weights and setting off the lunk alarm. So I want people to really think about that in, you know, in its entirety, that physical movement is just doing something. Something's better than nothing. And then consequently, that may spiral into something more where people are like, okay, well, I walked and I did this. Now I need more. But then we couple that with, okay, um, you know, some of my questions to my weekly check-ins are, where's your stress level? How is your stress? What's stressing you? What's worrying you? How is your sleep? Those things are so important um, that a lot of coaches don't, you know, they don't, they don't ask those questions, but that is very much just as important as physically moving um, is your mental state and, you know, how you're sleeping and all of those other things. So there's more parts than just the three minute TikTok of get these, you know, nice looking abs and I'm half naked on this app. Um, that's all great for people that want to make money. Um, so I guess I'll just be poor the rest of my life. Cause I'm actually, I actually just want to help people. I just want to help people be a better version because selfishly that's better for me and that's better for them. And it's better for my children who are coming up in this world and their children. And it's a literally a spider web effect. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I didn't mention earlier, but you guys, if you want to go right now and look Instagram, go uh, look at dragons den eight, four, six, that is uh, Coach Michelle's uh, handle there on Instagram. That's Dragons Den eight four six. Check her out there. And then there's the Trainerize app. Uh, why don't you tell us what that Trainerize app is? It looks like it's a tracking app, accountability, what nutrition guidance. Yeah, so the Trainerize app is basically just where I do all of my coaching. So um, I, I keep in contact with all my clients. So they have my athletes. They have. Um, you know, I write their nutrition plan. I put it in for them. They know exactly how many calories they're supposed to be eating. And then I program their workout. So I have some that are, you know, high school, you know, um, college students, kids that are, you know, I call them beach muscles. They want to yep. curls for the girls. They want to look good. So they get that program and their food <laughs> accordingly to yep. what supports that. And then, um, and then I have, you know, 
the accountability portion where it's, you know, I put in there, prioritize self-care. You have to hit that. Make sure you're prioritizing self-care. Um, things like digital detox, making sure that you're, you know, digital detoxing before bed and you're, you have a good bedtime routine. Um, you know, so it's, it's personal to each athlete. It's not the same for everyone, but that's just where I do my work. That's where, um, I get on there and, you know, I have meetings with people and, and, and where is it that you want to be in your life and, and what is it that you see? And sometimes it's not a good fit because every coach isn't a great fit for everyone. Somebody's looking for something different. Yeah. You know, I'm not throwing out the, you know, the steroids and the SARMs and that I, I, you know, I'm not working with those. So people usually just ditch me right away when they, they figure out that, <laughs> that, that yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go ahead and program around those types of things. Um, but it's for, you know, it's for everyone. I mean, yeah. it's, it literally is for everyone. If you know, that's what you're looking for is a one-on-one -on -one coach accountability, somebody that's there 24 seven. I have people that work midnight sometimes text me in the middle of the night. If I'm up, I'll answer it. Yeah. Um, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this workout. I don't understand this, or I want to eat this, or I'm, I'm having a really bad day. Can, can, you know, can you talk me through this? So in some senses, I'm not just a you know, coach of physical fitness. I'm a life coach of mental health, physical health, nutrition. Um, you know, and some of the the officers that I coach, it's occupational too. I have a, a lot of people that are going through different things, PTSD, family things, you know, PTSD is really a human problem. It's not just a veteran or, or, um, you know, police problem. Yeah. So we talk through many of those issues, um, just through that app. Um, like I said, I have people that are in Canada, Utah, California, Florida. So, um, not, not everybody can just say, Hey, meet me for a cup of coffee. I need, I need to talk. So we really utilize that app. Um, and that's where we make all their changes. So their workouts are in there. It shows them exactly what they need to do. There's a video of the movement if they're not sure. Um, so and that's where the coaching is, is on the trainer eyes. So basically it's just a virtual, um, spot where I keep all of my stuff and my clients and, you know, yeah. interact with all of them. So, so do you do, are those live classes or something that you film or record and you, do yeah, them? You, or? you can record, but there's already a library of, um, you know, what the movements are. Okay. So if there's something that, you know, um, that's, you know, I want a compound movement or something that I want my client to do, then I'll record it. Um, and put it in, in the app for them so that they can see, you know, oh, so yeah, they can actually see what's going on, how to do it and, and yep. look at, okay, well, that's good. Yep. Uh, because I was there in your training in, in real life. So I, I imagine it's probably got to be something similar to, to what I went through, uh, our family went through when, you know, training with you. Yes. Good. Yeah. So it, it has that community feel a, a little bit because they can interact with each other if they do you know, choose to. Yep. Um, but I do, you know, like locally, I do run a women's group um, of just, um, you know, like deputies wives where they have their own women's group and camaraderie where they meet on Saturdays and, you know, I coach them and coach them through some things and that's where they can kind of toss things back and forth and just yeah. kind of help each other out in that mental aspect and that camaraderie that normally you wouldn't get through the online, um, online, you know, database. Right. And yeah, that's important that, that, uh, that camaraderie you're talking about you guys, I put the links, um, down there below, uh, the description of the show for both apps, her, her Instagram and this trainer eyes. So if you guys want to go check that out, you can do that. Go click on, on, uh, her stuff there. And, and, and who knows, this might be for you. Um, outcast, what do you, what are you feeling so far? Um, can I ask a few questions? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So, so for any of our listeners out there that are, you know, just traditionally aren't uh, physically fit type people, but they're interested in maybe changing their lifestyle a little bit. My first question would be, 
you know, what is your personal philosophy that to help people think differently about working out? A, B, is there foods like really commonly eaten foods that people don't realize that they're deeply sabotaging themselves with? And and then the third part of the question would be, um, is there healthy supplements that you would recommend that to give people a leg up? So that kind of maybe a, something that's a healthy fat burner or anything that kind of helps them get uh, supercharge their metabolism a little bit. Any, any thoughts on those three things? So number Starts a lot. Yeah. So you, you do know I'm a mother of five kids, so I can only remember, uh, you know, like five seconds of what you just said. The philosophy of staying <laughs> yeah, fit. Yeah. So, yeah. so your philosophy of staying fit for yeah. people who are new. Yeah. So, okay. So the new people, when they, they come in and the philosophy of, of just staying fit is how to get them in that mindset, right? Um, again, you find out, you, you, you establish a rapport with these people. You find out what makes them tick. What did they used to do? What did you do physically before? Have you done anything physically before? Is there anything that you've seen that you've wanted to try, maybe too scared of? Is there anything you're up to trying? And you really base your program and the things that they want or like around that. So let's say somebody's never worked out in their life before and they say, well, I've never worked out before. I'm not into weights. I don't want to go in there. I don't want to get buff. I just kind of just want to get healthy. Then you say, what is it that you like? What do you want to do? Um, you know, I've had girls that just ride horses. They want to ride horses. That's extremely taxing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I get um, girls doing spin classes, which is on a bike. It's not it's not riding a horse, but it's very similar to things that they like to do, which is just one movement. They don't want to be trying to think of other things. So we'll do something like that where it, it kind of modifies what they like um, or the things that they like to do. Oh, you like to be outside. You like to garden. Okay. Why don't you just do, um, you know, find a seat and I want you to do, I want you to stand up and sit down in that seat 15 times. What is that? That is a squat. Okay. We squat, we do functional movements every day, all day long. Okay. Um, stand up, put, put something in your hand and just press it over your head um, 15 times. I don't care if it's a bottle of water. I don't care if it's a pencil. I just want you to do the movement. So you get people into that realm of like, oh, okay, I can do that. Oh, these are things I can do. Um, again, like I started with my mom who was, you know, 70, she's 73. Oh, she'll probably kill me if she's listening right now. She's probably going out of <laughs> her mind. Fine. She's <laughs> 25 years old. Okay. Um, but I started with her in high school. She couldn't walk. She had multiple sclerosis. She was on every med under the sun and she's never worked out a day in her life. And we got her off all pharmaceutical meds. And you know what we started doing with her? We just started walking. We started getting her just to walk. So it was get outside, walk to the end of the driveway. Okay, now I want you to walk to, you know, um, down the street and back and then from the street and back. And then pretty much after six months of that, she was walking three, four, five miles. Um, wasn't anything fast, but she was walking. She was adding just the longevity. So I know this is a long winded answer, but there's not really a blanket statement for everyone. It's you really have to know your people. You have to ask the right questions um, of what it is that they're wanting to do and um, the goals that they're wanting to see. And then you start to piecemeal a program together that will um, that looks appealing to them, something that they know that they can accomplish. You give them small, small goals to begin with. Because once somebody starts compounding goals, even if it's small and they don't realize it, then they start seeing, they can go, oh, well, I didn't think I could do that, but I did it. So maybe I'll try this. So you start compounding that until they get more confidence. And then pretty soon these people are, you know, like my husband, he doesn't traditionally just go into um, the gym and just push weights. 
he'll put every piece of SWAT equipment he has on, grab a sledgehammer and start beating a tire. Okay. I mean, that's not going to be for, for everyone, but that's what makes him tick. That's what gets his heart rate up. That's what it's, you know, it's part of what his job is and, and that kind of thing. So you just got to know your people and know what their goals are. And then you start slowly with the things that they like and enjoy and you move forward with that. And that's where you build your program is, is knowing your people, putting the time into them. Um, the second question, I can't remember. For the it's okay. Of- no. Yeah. So the second question is, is there like a really commonly consumed American food that's probably sabotaging people more than they realize? Is there a few things that you, you recommend that people just definitely stay away from that's really hurting them? Fast foods. Fast foods, seed oils, seed oils, seed oils are killing people, seed oils and sugar. The amount of sugar intake and seed oils that people are taking in is um, making them chronically inflamed. Inflammation leads to disease. Okay. So once these people are compounding and they're putting these um, soybean oil, um, you know, corn, Corn oils. I mean, all of these oils, hydronated oils that they're they're frying fries vegetable, in. Yeah. Vegetable oils. You know, you go to these restaurants and you're like, oh, I'm going to have sweet potato fries. Well, that's great. And people think, you know, sweet potatoes in its entirety and its its flesh, it is a it's something good to eat. It's a good complex carb. But when you put it in, um, you know, hydronated oils and you fry it and it comes out with your burger, you've turned something into that's edible to something that's not. And that not that it's not edible because anything in moderation, and I'll speak about this a little later, anything in moderation is okay. It's when 90% of our diet consists of foods like that, fast food, McDonald's, Burger Kings, Taco Bells, Jimmy John's. Um, Most restaurants, know, right? Restaurants. Most, Every yeah. restaurant is making all of their food with hydronated oils. Why? Yeah. Because they're not using the avocado and the coconut oils. It's way too much money. Yeah. And if you see that on the menu, you're going to see it reflect in the price that you're paying for it. Yeah, which is fine. Which, yeah, which you is know. fine. It's a, it's a lot of stuff in Colorado. You can get farm to table, and that's a lot of the stuff that's you're eating is farm to table. It's it's real butter. It's real beef. It's <clears> real. But you're going to pay the price for it here yeah. when you're going to your just your normal restaurants or your your sports taverns. Um, it's the seed oils and it's the sugar. People are addicted to sugar in droves. Yep. Uh, we have a huge sugar problem. It is in everything. It's in everything that we have. It's on in the shelves. It's in our kids' foods. It's in, um, it's in everything that we have. Um, so people just, it's almost really overwhelming even for me to even think about it on a, a big scale because um, even sometimes I'll still, and you got to be a label reader. You've got to be a label reader. You've, yeah. you've, you've got to take the initiative to just stay disciplined and not that you can't have your favorite things. You just got to make sure they're in moderation. So seed oils, sugar are the, the number two. I know you said just one, but those two are really running neck to neck right now. I didn't mean just one. You could tell me as many oh. as you want. I was, <laughs> but, but I, I might've said one, but I didn't mean it. Um, and then how about, is there any um, chain, like for people who are on the ro- road, like I am driving around, is there any of the chain stores that you condone that would be less detrimental to your health? Like, am I kidding myself? Or like if I go to tropical smoothie and get a, a salad bowl, as opposed to a wrap, is that a decent alternative to fast food or is there yeah, is that so, garbage too? So no, there there's decent alternatives and obviously you can make things better if you have to stop at a certain spot, right? So tropical smoothie, like you said, um, a lot of those shakes are filled with sugar. So even if it's just, you know, and they say, well, it's just all fruit. Well, fruit is still 
considered sugar. Of course, it's natural sugar, but if you're not burning that off or you're using it and you're just sitting in the car, you're just storing the, you know, that extra fuel that you're not using, right? So, and then you add your sleep and everything else in there. If you're not getting that, we'll talk about that as well. But um, so, you know, anything like um, even if you had to go to McDonald's, you know, you get like, you know, there's, there's, there's guides out there of the things that you could get that are better for you. Um, I don't frequent, um, you know, I will say that I do um, go to McDonald's sometimes and Diet Coke is my nemesis. So see, everybody has their crutch. Honestly, it's yeah. the poison juice. <clears throat> so if I could say another thing to stay away from is Diet Coke, because I'm pretty sure that there's crack in that for sure. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> I, I never got hooked on any of that, so I'm glad. I, qu- I was I was drinking it every day uh, years ago, but I quit cold turkey about 15 years oh, ago. Oh, no, so. I don't do every day. It's just a treat. I, I, uh, I started drinking Diet Coke years ago, years and years ago, and then, um, you know, kind of woke up to that and have been drinking, you know, I'll drink, you know, sparkling water, um, you know, basically water with Celtic salt is what I drink now. So yeah, that's the way um, I do it in the morning. Same, same here. Yeah. yeah so Celtic, you know, Celtic salt is good Yep. We, um, yeah. a few things from the, from the Twitch chat over here. Um, Ivan L was talking about what are some alternative oils, the, the good ones to look out for, which uh, you, you said avocado, you said the, uh, coconut. What about cold pressed or olive oil? I mean, that's that's what we use. We use those three mainly in our house. Yeah, a cold press. So the olives are gonna, the the oils are going to serve different purposes. So anything that you're cooking at like a really high high heat, let's say you're using your blackstone or you're cooking over the, you want to use something like a high heat oil, like an avocado oil. Yep. That's just going to be better, sustainable, and burn. Once you hit the avocado oil and you put it in the pan and you're burning that at, at high levels, it turns um, kind of rancid and breaks down. So the olive oil is better for like salad dressings, um, you know, things that are you, that you're going to put on cold, any kind of like pasta or anything like that. So your your higher heat oils are going to be like your coconut oils, um, your you know, a lot of people don't like coconut oil because it, it does have that coconut taste. But the avocado oil is, you know, we use that for everything. Um, but we do have the same three oils in our house as well that we use yeah. for everything. Um, also, it says uh, Hamhock saying, watch the dressing on the salads from fast food places, too. Um, they're not good for you. Also, soda pop has an embryonic stem cells in it as a flavoring agent. Yep. Hey, that doesn't surprise me. Now, you were talking about, uh, Michelle, you you said uh, read the labels, in which I always talk about, you know, reading labels, but but not the front. Nope. Okay, because legally, you guys, on the front of food labels, it's all marketing. They can do whatever they want. It's the back is where you have to read that ingredients list. That has to be legal terminology there. And uh, the little chart where it talks about the percentages of, you know, what's in it, that is legal. Anything on the front, that's just fantasy. So, so turn, turn the label around uh, and say, oh, am I going to drink these or eat these uh, ingredients here that I can't even, uh, you know, pronounce? Uh, because they came out of a science lab. They didn't come from, you know, a, a food place. They came from a science lab to mimic the flavor and tastes of something that's real. So you got to be careful, especially those colored dyes. Oh man, it's bad. You guys, these seed oils, uh, don't they disrupt our hormones and endocrine system? Endocrine system? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're making the freaking frogs gay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so the rule of thumb is if you can turn it around and read and know what the ingredients are, 10 ingredients or less, that's probably going to be pretty safe to eat. Yeah, I would logically say that. speaking, I mm-hmm. mean, let's be real. The FDA does not care about us. It's not about keeping us healthy. They put things in our food and stuff that we don't know about. Bill Gates is making, you know, all sorts of different things, uh, you know, 
in the in the labs. So you know mm-hmm. now they're going to be selling it in restaurants. And they don't have to tell you whether it's real chicken or, or you know fake chicken or beef or whatever. So, um, you know, so the FDA does not care about us. There's things in our food that is illegal in Italy, in Europe, and yeah. you know they don't let the dyes, the different foods, the the um the things they spray our our fruits with this you know this new peel stuff that they're putting on to preserve peel, yeah. That's yeah Bill to, Gates potion yeah, to right pres- there preserve our fruits yep. and vegetables for you know you know a month while they're supposed to go bad because if your stuff goes bad that means that it's real so yep. that's what we really want to stick to is the real foods yeah I tell you know a lot of my athletes and clients stay away from all the fake butters I can't believe it's not butter I can't you know I can't it, it's not butter it's right we've always been conditioned to low fat, low carb, low, you know, low this, low that. No, we need to stay balanced. You want to eat good fat. You want to have good carbs. You want to have a good source of protein. Those are things that we all need in our bodies. And our bodies are amazing machines. If we feed them correctly, then we will absolutely um, move and groove a lot better. I always use this. um, I always use this to people. I say, Hey, if you had all this money in the world, let's say, you know, you bought you bought a Porsche, right? Are you going to go and put 85 in that Porsche? Let's just say you don't have all the money in the world. Let's say you worked your tail off and you have this Porsche or your dream car and it's a $150,000 car. And you, would you go and put 85 in that car? Or would you shove a, a McDonald's, you know, fry down it or a hamburger? Nope. And people are like, well, no, that's, that doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. You're right. Because your body is more than that. It, people treat their their cars better than they do their bodies. They rotate their tires. They get oil changes, transmission fluid. They you know wash the car. They make sure it's you know in yep. tip top shape. Yep. Um, but people don't do this with their bodies. You need to treat your body like it's your temple because it is your, your body. Sacred temple is your sacred temple. It's only one that we have. The cavemen used to go out and forge for food. Um, sometimes they wouldn't have food for two days, right? But these guys were strong, Ripped. resilient ripped, eating real foods from the ground. Go ahead, Alcas. Since you mentioned the not eating for days, um, I know I've been uh, dabbling in fasting for biblical reasons, but also I've heard it's good for you. Uh, what are your thoughts on fasting? Is it, does it, is it a real advantage for your health? Is it a disadvantage? I mean, what, what, do you, what, do you, what does Coach Michelle say about fasting? Fasting is great if you can do it. There's a lot of people that, you know, their blood sugar drops too low if they don't eat for a certain time. Um, but a 16-8 is a good rule. So um, eat for an eight-hour window. You don't eat for 16 hours. It's a great thing because after 16 hours, things start happening. Like your growth hormone starts to kick in. Um, it gives your body a chance to stop digesting. Because if we're just eating all the time, it takes a lot of energy to just go and digest food. So it actually gives our body um, a second to breathe and actually heal itself. So it can go to inflammation and other parts and organs and things that may need attention. And it can go there and start healing itself because it's not digesting meat and food all day long. So there's, you'll see a lot of people that fast that do water fasts for seven days. And, you know, by all means, don't just, you know, think of just going to a water fast. Please have somebody that, you know, um, holistic doctor, somebody that is, you know, knows what they're doing to walk you through that because it can be detrimental if you just don't eat anything. A lot of things can happen, but you can absolutely ease into it. I usually fast. I'm usually a 16, eight. So I eat within a window. I eat my calories. I know I'm supposed to eat good sources of protein, good fats, um, good carbs. And then I stop eating 
for a good 16 hours. Um, sometimes it's longer. Sometimes I'll fast for 24. It just depends. Um, but it gives your body that time that it needs to actually heal itself if you have things going on. Yeah. Now that's smart. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that about the, uh, it makes total sense. I've never heard it worded that way. So when your body's not digesting all the time, it can put attention towards other inflammation spots. That's really cool. Yeah. Here. I, I didn't realize that. Um, okay. You know, for a while I was doing this thing a couple of years ago and I, and it did work for me, but I would, um, I was eating like a half a protein bar, uh, between each meal. So I was kind of like trying to eat continually to keep my metabolism up and it did seem to work, but at some point it just didn't seem practical to do anymore. And then I started being more curious about fasting. So I've been dabbling in that a little bit, but is there any truth to that eating constantly kind of concept? Um, I mean, there's, you know, there's studies and, you know, science quote unquote, um, about, you know, you got to keep your metabolism up. But the, the real problem is, is that, um, that's not, I mean, that's not really the problem. That's, that's just like what people say. It's just one of those word salads. It's like, you know, if coaches don't know what they're talking about, it's just a word salad they throw out there. Like you got to eat every two hours. You got to eat every three hours, keep your metabolism up. Um, no, what you need to do is get proper sleep. You need to drink enough, you know, good water that has Celtic salt, that's pushing it into your cells that can rejuvenate and keep you hydrated. Um, you need to be eating a good source and enough protein and then fill the rest of your food in with, you know, good fruits and vegetables and, you know, the other things that, you know, that you like to eat. Um, so necessarily eating all day long and grazing is not what the humans have ever done. We've never just grazed all day long. Again, if we take it back to the caveman years and, you know, biblical times, they went for without food for, for days. They forged for food. They bring the meal. Um, the women would make it. The men would rest because um, rest is very much a part of your health, right? So, um, you know, I don't, some people need to eat all day long and, and that's a thing, you know, if, if that's a thing for them, then we'll go with it. If that's what makes them feel best, um, but it's not, again, it's not a blanket thing where your, your metabolism, um, a, a whole lot goes into that. If you're not sleeping well, um, you're not getting enough sleep to let your body rest and repair. That's where all of it happens is when you're rest repaired, your brain is sleeping, you're able to, you know, get that rest, your brain starts healing and repairing your muscles start repairing. Um, but also your, your hormones, your endocrine system gets a rest. Um, if you're, if you're stressed and you're not sleeping, your cortisol levels could be off, which means your testosterone levels or estrogen, progesterone for females. So those are things that are really root causes of like things like adrenal fatigue, metabolic, you know, diseases where, you know, they say, oh, your metabolism, the one way to get your metabolism going is to sleep correctly to make sure that your, your hormones are all in check, which that'll help by just sleeping and getting rest, drinking water that's got Celtic salt in it and pushing it out to your cells, uh, because people are severely dehydrated. Um, if there's one thing that I would say people should be supplementing with, I know you said this before, but it just popped into my head would be something like a magnesium. Um, it's a, it's a mineral that we're all deficient in severely D3, which is again, something we're all severely def deficient in, um, a vitamin C, um, you know, some of those things. Now, uh, if you can go further into it, if you've got hormone or um, thyroid issues and stuff, there's other things that you should probably be looking at iron, psyllium, things like that. Um, but you know, the whole metabolic thing and the reason why people, um, have those is because they're not looking at the root problem of what is actually going on, which is, can just be a lot of things we do can be fixed with just sleeping, eating and exercising and watching what we're reading, listening to, 
And, you know, we have seven pathways to our brain and how we, th- we think of things. It's our ears, our mouth, our nose, our eyes. And if we're not putting the good things in that need to be in there and filling it with garbage, that is one thing that will take us down. So once we kind of clear those things and stuff's still going on, then maybe there's other things to look at, but start, you know, prioritizing and, you know, working, you know, through them to make sure that all of those things are, are good to go. But the whole eat all day, that's just a, that's just a word salad to me. Yeah. Makes sense. Since you're mentioning sleep, I've had some really good success and correct me if I'm on the wrong path, but I, I, I got this from Dr. Artis, who's a holistic doctor. Love him. Um, yeah. And he said to do ashwagandha between dinner and bedtime. Uh, and it'll kind of resync your thinking. So you're not busy thinking before bed and it'll save your busy thinking for morning, which will make you sleep better. And then you'll have less stress if you sleep better. And then if you have less stress, you have less cortisol, less cortisol, less belly fat. Do you subscribe to, to ashwagandha? Do you do um, that or do you, what do you think of that? Yeah. Ashwagandha is a very powerful supplement. It's, it's very good in, in you know, um, especially for depression, anxiety, all of those things, high cortisol levels. Absolutely. That's one of the supplements that could bring, um, you know, your cortisol levels down, which is your stress hormone. Um, and people are probably running around with very high cortisol levels because everyone is stressed these days and don't know, and they don't know how to, to, uh, to get that down. So yeah, absolutely. Um, also I, I do add Celtic sea salt in my water every day, but I'm kind of cautious with it. I just put a few like granules in how much do you recommend you put of, uh, Celtic sea salt in your drinking water. So what I do, and I don't know if you guys follow Barbara O'Neill, but if you don't um, start following her, she's an amazing, amazing, amazing woman of natural healing. Um, I watch her on YouTube. I've been just doing her. She's the 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 Australian gal. Yep. She's the older Australian gal. She's awesome. We watch her her all the time. (laughs) So the Celtic salt, how she says, now I was just doing like a little bit of Redmond's in my, you know, 16 ounce tumbler. And then I, that would be it. But she was saying that that's not, not, that's not really how the, the salt is going to get into your body. What you need to do is you need to take the piece of the Celtic salt. You need to stick it on your tongue. You need to let it just sit there because it's going to get in sublingually. It's going to push. And then when you drink the water, then that's going to push it into your cells. So that's what I've been doing. Every time I, you know, go to drink, you know, or fill up my, my tumbler or whatever, I'll just put a couple pieces on my tongue and then I'll, I'll drink my water and push it through. So I saw that video when she said that, yep, and I've, I've been, been trying doing to do it that, that way. You know I do what? It, I do um, it in the morning, but I don't. I don't do it throughout the day like that. Yeah, I just carry I like a little bit with me through the day, and I'll just think. And when I think of it, I put it in. And if I'm like, oh, I have a headache or something, what could be going on? It's usually because I haven't drank enough water. I don't have enough water in my cells. Now, is one of the minerals that's in Celtic sea salt? Is it the? Uh, is it nascent iodine or anything? What do we? What's the extra? Because I know that my holistic doctor Jesse and I go see the whole see the whole same holistic doctor. I think he I said see him adamantly. Too. Ten, yeah, okay. ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said he said adamantly Celtic not not sea salt Celtic, Celtic. sea yes. salt, yeah. which is what we have in our house. Uh, do you know? Is there extra minerals in that? What, what's what? You know, what, I just think the that's the purest purest form of the salt that we need. Of you know, the, okay. there's the Himalayan, and that's okay. Table salt, absolute garbage. Um, anything, you know, other than that. So I just get mine through Redmond's. I get my Redmond's has a, a line of, you know, like toothpaste and onions and, you know, or seasonings of everything. Redmond's has everything. So I, I literally just get my salt from there. I mean, you can, I did see it at, um, somebody did a, a side-by-side of the Celtic salt, of the Equine, uh, Equestrian at 
tractor supply. It was like six bucks a bag, but it was literally the same thing. Yeah. So you don't have to spend, you know, tons of money to get the benefits of it. There's, there's things that are off label or things that are, you know, named as something else. You absolutely just be diligent in, in researching it and knowing it's basically the same thing. You know, we use Celtic sea salt too. And, um, my, my wife, she started putting it on her tongue and it started messing with her, <laughs> um, giving her headaches, I believe, and some, some weird things. So she stopped doing that. And uh, I said, just put it back in the water. That's what I do. I take two pinches. I don't even measure. I just grab two pinches, stick it in my water, eight ounces and throw it back in the morning. Um, but for some reason, when she put it on her tongue, she was having this reaction. So you just got to, you know, it affects people differently. Coffee, which I, I, I enjoy coffee, but if I drink the wrong coffee, it gets my heart racing because I guess the caffeine. So that's the I, mold. Yeah. I, it's the what the mold in the coffee. Okay. Well, I yeah. know where that's coming from. Yeah. So I stopped drinking that a long time ago. Uh, so the coffee, the coffee we have now, it doesn't mess with me at all. It's smooth. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot better. Um, I have a bunch of questions here over on Pilled Foxhole from Love by the Moon. So this is going back a little bit, Coach Michelle. Yeah. Um, she says, uh, I really need help, nutrition and physical. Tired tired of I can't. Okay, so uh, Love by the Moon, you need to get a hold of Michelle and check out the, you know, ask her some questions. You can find her, uh, her links are right there in the description. If you scroll down the bottom, uh, you'll see her links right there and you can reach her that way. Um, she says, so can this pass or, or so can this be done with people who have past injuries? 100%. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. There's the, you can always, uh, you can always tweak workouts around injuries. That's, that's, that's not a big deal. As long as, uh, you, you, you can move, you can still work out. Um, avocado oil. Okay. Yes. Yep. Uh, dump the tornado sugar. Yep. Uh, because it is sugar, uh, straight up fruit, no artificial sweeteners. Yep. Um, now this is something Rouse, R A O S Rouse is good for spaghetti. The brand Fadi Rails. Rails okay. Yeah, R A O S. Yep. Yeah. Um, the brand Fadi are su usually super clean. Yeah. Ra Rouse is a, is a great, like if you're wanting spaghetti or, you know, something like that is, is super clean. Um, it's a super clean sauce if you don't, you know, want to make it yourself. Or yeah. Pull out all the ingredients of your Italian yep. grandma. Yeah, I'm, you guys I'm Mexican, so I don't eat spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have uh, a bunch of questions. So yeah, the, living this way and doing this kind of stuff, it is expensive. It costs more money, but you can either put the money in now or you can put it in later in life with all the bills and everything that you're going to get in, in a crew because you're, it's going to cost you money either way. It's going to cost you money to, to eat properly, or it's going to cost you money to fix yourself later by some pharmaceutical stuff. I, uh, so I, so I, I have a saying in regards to that. Yeah. <clears throat> when most decisions require uh, two different types of decisions, you're, you're either doing short-term gain with long-term negative consequences, which means the short-term gain is you enjoy what you're doing right now and you don't care about the future but then you have to pay on the back end. Um, but the best decisions usually come from short-term sacrifice with long-term gain. And that goes for your finances and that goes probably for your health and anything else, any other decision you're making. Um, you know, don't, if it's easy and if it's upfront, it's probably not good for you. Just, I don't mean to hijack 
your commentary, Michelle, sorry. No, absolutely. That's 100%. And if people think about too, once you start filling yourself with nutrient dense foods, you will eat less. People don't realize how much they actually eat because they're addicted to the sugars. And when you eat the sugar and you have an insulin drop, then all of a sudden you're hungry again. Do you, you know, like, um, you know, Thanksgiving, you wonder why you're grazing and you're hungry all day. You're eating the pumpkin pies, the cherry pies, all the cookies, all the, and you're hungry again, you're hungry again. Well, that's what happens. Your body gets, what you feed will get more powerful. So if you're, you're just eating the 90% bad and doing 10% of good, um, you're always going to be backwards. You're not going to get ahead of the game. Chronic illness is just knocking at the door. That's all it's doing. Um, you're just feeding that, you know, you're feeding that monster. Um, so I always tell people, you don't have to start out and, and, you know, clear everything out of your pantry. You always start slow and you start somewhere and it's with one thing at a time. So let's say like your biggest crutch is eating out and you do that, you know, four times a week, um, take, make that three times a week and make a conscious decision to only eat out three times a week. And then next week, make it three times a week, but a little healthier. So try to eat healthier versions of what you're eating. So let's say that you, you know, you like a burger from McDonald's. Don't put the mayo on it. Um, you know, not necessarily take the bun off, but don't put the mayo on it and skip the fries. Um, you know, and then you, you, you add on each week so that it's not overwhelming and you're not clearing three, $400 of groceries out of your, your pantry. Um, but as you start eating better and filling your body with nutrient dense foods, you start to feel better because people are walking around right now and they're tired, they're stressed. They can't keep, they can't stay awake. They're drinking their body weight and monsters and drinking their body weight and coffee because they have to stay awake. Um, and it's just this, this conundrum that they get into and they just do this over and over and over. And, you know, people are tired, they're sick, they're tired, they're, they're tired of being sick and tired, but they don't know what to do. Um, and that's where you just start slow. So you just have to write it down and go, okay, what am I eating? What do I want to change and do one thing at a time? And your grocery bill would actually probably be a lot less um, once you start eating the proper amount of calories of good foods. And I'm talking like, you know, 80% good foods. You can still have your snacks and the things that you love, but that's in moderation. So if you're eating 80% good through the week, of course, have that ice cream or, you know, whatever it is that you're partaking in. But Chocolate and nuts. If you're only doing that 20% of the time, then you're still ahead of the game. Yep and you're working out and taking care of your body, then everything in moderation is okay. You know, you said earlier, talking about the coffee, going back to that, that was messing me up earlier. <clears throat> There's a restaurant around here that, a good breakfast restaurant, one of my favorites, um, little tiny joint that's been there forever, Michelle. You know the one. Dixie Highway? No, on Baldwin. But oh, yeah, don't yeah. don't say the name. No, but, I won't say the name, but, but I, was, I, was, I was thinking I, the other way. I, I really like that restaurant, and that coffee there, it, I can't I can't do it. It's probably, I have, I, mean, it's I have just, a sip of it and I'm just, I'm shaking and get all crazy. So, you know, years ago I stopped drinking that coffee, but still I go there for the food, the rest uh, yeah. the omelets and all that's good stuff. But, um, yeah, that coffee was really messing with me big time. Well, they tell you to buy, if you're going to drink coffee is to buy it from one source. So yeah. if it's just one source of, of a grain or a bean, then that's what you do because the mold starts to come in when you start switching the the beans around and grains and they start laying on top of each other. Yeah. And then you start getting this mold in your coffee. 
Um, so they tell you to really try to stick to just one um, source of, you know, Columbia or wherever it is yep. that they're coming from. Stick to just that mm. one source of where it's being sourced. That makes sense because uh, ever since I switch, switched over and I know, you know, I, I just go find organic coffee now and I, that has no issues on me now. Uh, so it's all good. Um, let me see here. Uh, I'm going over the notes that we have. Talking about this food and everything that that we get now, why don't we talk a little bit about the government food pyramid? Outcast, wow. our government food pyramid is so great. Upside you should down. trust it. <laughs> trust it like you trust the, the the mainstream media, right? It's awesome. I mean, the, one of you guys, talk about the government food pyramid. It's insane. It's well, insane. I, I already touched on the FDA and how they don't care. They don't care what's going on with us. They probably care the least of what's going in our bodies as far as food goes, because they know we have to have it and we'll buy it. Um, the food pyramid is just a joke. I, I think it's honestly just something in your face, like Fruit Loops is on the top of the food pyramid, <laughs> but you know, eating meat or, you know, <laughs> Regular regular really milk yeah. is on the bottom of the food chart. I mean, if anybody is reading that and they actually believe it, I mean, I think it's just one of those things that right now it's just in your face. Like we're just going to be so blatant <clears throat> about the things that we're doing that we're not even going to hide it anymore. We're just going to throw it right in your face and we're going to tell you to eat the the fruit loops and the, you know, the, the processed foods to all high heavens um, to make you and your kids sick and you guys are going to do it and we're going to laugh and we're going to stay powerful and you're going to get sick and then you're going to need medicine and then we're going to get it's you cycle. wrapped yeah. into the big pharma and then you're going to keep pumping you with you know vaccines and all the other bull crap that they have with it yeah it's a joke i don't i think i think it plays into the depopulation agenda 100 outcast i mean i know you know you've seen it before i think we've talked about it before too that's such a joke. I mean, yeah, ham hock. Thanks. It's worse than the four food groups that came before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all. Listen, the government is not here to be our friend, right? Even though they love us so much, don't trust that. <laughs> no, it's 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 insane. It's just it's wild. It's part again, of the de depopulation yeah, program. Again, yeah. I go back to you know biblical days of even you know Jesus wasn't running around telling people to you know eat this and that. And they weren't, you know, they didn't put things out like that. It just, you just have to simplify things. It's overcomplicated. And then people start to get frustrated and people give up because it, they overcomplicate and they make things chaotic. Um, I don't even look at the, the food pyramid. Um, I, I know that I need carbs, fat, proteins, minerals, from the earth. And I know that if I needed to, I could get those from the earth, <clears throat> yeah. the God given earth. And all you have to do is just research it a little bit. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, then ask. Um, that's how I started. You know, uh, it wasn't that something that I just knew. I didn't just know things. Um, as a matter of fact, Jesse, I would, I would come to Jesse. I mean, Jesse and I have been friends forever and ever and ever in a day. I mean, we're only 20, so we've only, we've been friends for 20 years. Since we were born. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we started throwing ideas back at each other about the gardens and how to grow and forge. And then I got into, you know, forging mushrooms and, you know, making my own natural, you know, supplements and, you know, um, you know, cough medicine and, you know, the things are on the earth. God put the things on the earth for us to utilize. Those are the things that we need to be looking at, not the government, the government to me. And I'm sorry if this offends people is the antichrist. And they come in all forms where it makes you look like it's great and they want to take care of you and they will trick you into making you think that they're there for the good and the great, but they're not. 
Um, Amen, sister. God put all of this. Yep, they put. He put all of this on the God green earth so that we could utilize the things of the earth. He didn't put supermarkets out so that we could go and buy food from supermarkets. Nope. Okay. We can forge our land. We can make our own medicine. We can, you know, make have our own water. He made this earth very, very um, perfect for us, for us to, to, in His own perfect eyes, in order to make us the humans we are. And, you know, that's up to us. You know, he, he said he would, he would, he wouldn't leave us, but we also have to make the decisions to make sure that we're following the word and things that we need to be doing to follow in his grace and and what we need to be doing. So I'm, I'm of the earth. It's like, if I, if I can eat the closest to the earth as possible, you know, Jesse again taught me everything about chickens. I had no idea what I was doing, but I'm like, if I have to eat them, if I have to, you know, if I have to call them or if I get the eggs, then I know what they're eating and I know what's, you know, what we're getting. And I went to Jesse. I didn't know how to raise chickens. I had no idea what I was doing, but we have six chickens and that's where we're at now, you know? So I make my, you know, I go in the woods and I had a respiratory infection you know, COVID or whatever you want to call it. Um, we were, my husband and I were just in Muskegon and I didn't have any of my natural stuff with me. Of course I left it at home. And I thought, and my husband said, well, I can go, you know, CVS or Walgreens and get you Tylenol or, and I said, absolutely. Nope, absolutely not. So I said, we're in Muskegon. We're by the woods. I'm going to go look for mullein leaf. And he's like, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. (laughs) And God is my witness. My husband and I, and my, my kids went, went out and we, forged mullein leaf and I dried it and I smashed it in tea and I drank it and I was better within two days. Awesome. So see that that's how you do it. I mean, that's, that's part of the biblical stuff right there that I always talk about that God puts, like you said, Michelle puts the stuff on, on the, on the earth for us. Everything that we need is here. Okay. That did not come out of a scientist lab made to look like or taste like and do the things that mullein does. Uh, that was the real mullen. I mean, that's, that's it. That's God's, God's medicine. And that's what this is all about. You guys. Um, um, what was it? Um, I just, Oh, Steve, Steve camera here on rumble. Sorry. Uh, he says, Hey, how many calories should a 59 year old man eat? Well, that's kind of a loaded question because talk about weight, talk about lifestyle. I mean, in the ballpark, uh, you mean how many can you eat to stay alive or to con- you know, what do you think, Michelle? 59 year old guy. I mean, 59, it's, I'm going to need a little more information from you. What's your activity level? Um, you know, what's your, your health level? I mean, like there's, there's going to be a couple things that go in there. How much do you weigh? How tall are you? Um, so depending on, this is like my rule of thumb. So as long as we're getting enough protein, we can add the other things in as we go. So you want to get that protein. Protein is a building amino. It's going to help repair. It's going to help build. It's going to help sustain lean muscle. Those are the things we want on our bodies. We need the lean muscle on our bodies um, to you know, help our ligaments, to help you know, keep all of our organs together. Um, what happens to old people? They stop eating. They become catabolic. They, their muscles start going away. They start, you know, they're loose skin. That's where all that comes in, osteoporosis. So I would say the protein, depending on how, okay, let's just say you're 200 pounds. I would shoot for, um, you know, anywhere between 180 to 200 grams of protein a day and then fill in what that is. Now that could, you could be looking at 2,500 calories. You could be looking at 3000 calories, depending on if you're, you know, hardly active or if you're, you know, working to be in a triathlon, it's just different depending on what your activity level is. Yeah. 
I think he was just talking about basically, uh, you know, the most basic lifestyle, not doing a whole lot, but just trying to, you know, you know, do your work, come home, take care of things. But um, yeah, calories is really going to I mean, I don't really count calories per se. I mean, I do for my clients, but I, I focus mostly on the protein. Yeah. Um, and whatever your your form of protein you're getting, a complete protein is going to be like an animal protein. So it's going to be any any kind of lean meat, meat, you know, pork, things like that is going to be your protein. Of course, there's other proteins you you don't want to eat too many of. Um, but just again, it's hard to digest, but you want to keep that protein level at least to a sustainable amount where you're um, repairing muscle, you're able to build muscle and, you know, sustain what you have. So you're not, you know, metabolic. <laughs> so your body's not Sorry. eating your muscle. <laughs> Hamhock says, how many calories to live like a sloth 24 <laughs> seven? Probably about, you know, anywhere from three to 5,000. Yeah. Anywhere um, from three to 5,000. Hey, outcast. You know, back in the days before the, before this podcast, before our show years ago, you know, uh, I was, I told you before I used to red pill like crazy. Now you are the prolific red piller. Well, I was red pilling Michelle back in the day, like crazy. You remember the, the, the plane, the MH370 that went down a long time ago and they never found it. Not the, not the Malaysian. Do you remember that? Yeah, did you yeah see the, the Malaysian. Did you, did you see the video where it just the things were chasing it? Is that what you're talking about? Well, I, I'm just talking about way back then. Yeah. Even even I was telling you, I said no. That that remember, I kept asking. This is months and months after the event happened. I kept saying, and this was just on on Normie Facebook. I used to say stuff like, "Hey, did they find that plane yet?" And I, every few days, I'd say, "Did they find that plane yet?" And it just went on for months and months and months. And I never. Nobody got an answer because they never did find that plane. They found parts and stuff, but they never could say it was from that plane. Um, you know, I, I believe there's something else that was going on there. But uh, I think Monster Mike, he says, yeah, I love that video, the Stargate um, uh, of the MHS. But anyway, I was red pilling Michelle years ago mm-hmm. on, on on that kind of stuff, Outcast. Um, uh, th- remember the, uh, the, the Vegas shooting? Yeah. We went on for a oh. long time with that Vegas shooting. We're trying to solve it from here. But listen... Just like Maui, they're not going to give us the answers. Yeah, I still have my MH470 decorations up. (laughs) That's Monster Mike saying that. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's so I was doing that red pilling stuff back then to a lot of people. Um, And and I'm glad you still do it. And you have a lot of great stories on that stuff. So, um, all right, let's get back on track. Uh, Talking about our current food supply, Michelle. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to see, and probably a lot of people are too, the word bioengineered on the back of these labels of food, uh, Hellman's mayonnaise, it has bioengineered made from bioengineered products. Uh, if you look at craft singles, if you, if you look closely, it's a cheese like product. It's not actually cheese garbage. It's a cheese like product you guys. Um, but the big thing right now is bioengineered. So if you look at bioengineered ingredients, what do you think that is? I'm afraid to find out. It's, it sounds like it's been processed or created in a lab so, or something. Yeah, things created in a lab. So any just like the the meat, bioengineered. So your chicken is not actually chicken. Fake synthetic. Yeah, you fake synthetic things that are not of any kind of edible source, but mm-hmm. they're making them into an edible source for us to eat. You know, back in the day, that would be like head cheese when they'd take the whole pig and they'd make it into, you know, a little patty. Yep. Well, now they're doing that with things that aren't even edible, plastics, yeah. At oils. Least, yeah, at least uh, the head cheese is Yeah, at least real. the head cheese was from, you know, the pig or whatever, but... um, Sawdust. Yeah, sawdust, you know, just to keep it together. 
Um, but now these are things that aren't even uh, of things that you would be eating that, yeah. that were are normally edible. They're just making them in a lab, smashing them together to make them look like what it is. A lot like our meat. You have people now pulling meat apart that should not be pulling apart like like beef. You have people making videos like this, pulling beef apart, and mm-hmm. it's like coming off in chunks. That's not how beef pulls apart. No, that means so that's... They're, it's they're like, making it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're making, making it. They're smashing it together to look like something that it's not. Yeah. I mean, something that it's supposed to be, but it's actually not. And that's most lunch meats. Uh, if it, if lunch meat doesn't cut like a, a piece of ham or something you have at home or a, a turkey breast you have at home, if it doesn't look like that, it probably isn't that. It's probably been, like you said, it's, it's all been put into a big vat mixed with a bunch of cellulose and uh, hardeners and all these things that cake it together. They spin it around, push it through a tube and a mold and it makes it look like uh like something that you think is a real meat but it's not and then um, they add things we- in it that make you addicted to it things that you know have that addicted factor to it which is uh, added sugars things that make you keep coming back to it they all oh, that tastes so great yeah. um when when really it's not it's we're living in a genetic a genetically modified world you guys yeah, it's, are, it's horrible it's carcinogenic yep. cancer causing to disrupt the endocrine system. I mean, the whole nine yards. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, our, our young girls are starting their periods at nine years old. You know, that's that's unheard of. That's, you know, eight, nine years old. Yeah. They should still be playing with Barbies, not changing a maxi pad, you know, obviously with the boy, because, uh, yeah. you know, boys can change their maxi pads now too. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, outcast, go ahead. Oh, I, I forgot what I was going to say because she made me laugh with the maxi pad. <laughs> I was going to say, you know... Who, it was, it was, um, who was it a long time ago? Um, it was Henry Kissinger talking about who controls the food supply controls the people. Yeah. You know what he meant there, you guys was, and that's what I think he meant. Um, who controls access to food, who controls what goes into food, who controls what is food. So all aspects and, and, of and, food. Yeah. And though, and those that that consume adrenochrome live to Henry Kissinger's age. Exactly. 100%. You know, how old is that guy? Oh, he's 90 some or at least 95, 97. I don't know. He was a, that dude's been around, but, but yeah, like you're saying the adrenochrome, I mean, there, there's something I, to I that. Go off topic. I'm sorry. That's all right. It it's all within a dangerous topic. <laughs> it so, is, it is. Um, it because it, it all connects. Everything connects you guys back to the depopulation stuff. They don't eat what we eat. But they have their own personal gardens, their own personal chefs. They don't eat the GMOs. They don't get their stuff sprayed on. Um, they're eating a completely different uh, food source. They have private gardens. They have private acres. Uh, you know, yes, yeah, Soylent Green is people. Thank you, Monster Mike. It's it, it's crazy um, to, t- to think that we are living. Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. We're living in the Truman Show. We're living in the Matrix. And if people don't realize that we are doing that, um, everything is going to seem normal to you. Well, and since you brought up the matrix, it's like, you know, you have to detach yourself from everything as much as possible. That means their news, their entertainment, stop, you know, I, you know, since Michelle brought up, uh, the satanic elite type c- concept, you know, they're saying that when you repeat anything at a repetitive level, so many times it becomes a spell. And that's what all these pop songs do. When you go to a Taylor Swift concert, I hate to sound like a some kind of crazy well, boomer, but this is how I, it's, it's I relevant to her right now. Yeah, yeah, you go to any of these major pop concerts and stuff, and they're you're I think you're taking your your, your potential spirituality in, into jeopardy by even being there. But then back on the food, it's like um, if they want to poison our food, this is yet another reason uh, that we need to 
you need to be at the farmer's market on Saturday and making friends with the, the local you know butchers and different people that sell meat there so you know what you're getting. I mean, to think that you go to the grocery store at a convenience and you bring something back that it might be genetically modified is just gag worthy. It's disgusting. Um, so uh, we have to be really diligent. I mean, just as diligent as Michelle is about her health and her fitness. Uh, we have to be diligent about what we put, what we allow our eyes to see and our ears to hear. We have to be diligent about what, how we feed ourselves spiritually. You know, your pastor says, um, you know, I want you to be in the word and reading and I need you to be praying. And you're like, okay, I don't want to, you know, I don't have time for that. Well, <clears throat> sorry, you don't, you have to, it's the only antidote to everything that they're feeding us from every direction in our senses, not just food, but you know, when you get good about understanding it, my wife and I sit on the couch and we just like, we'll see every single movie, sh movie, every single show, there is clues and everything. We just stop and we just look at each other like, yeah, I saw it. You know? <laughs> um, and I think that's, that's good if you can spot it. Then there's other people you tell them that like, what are you talking about? There's clues and everything. And yeah, well, that's, that's part of the reason outcast where, uh Oh, he's frozen up. Um, that's part of the reason why sometimes I can't watch TV with the wife. <laughs> because I'm pointing at everything in the background. I'm, oh, did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, that means something. Oh, that's out of the Bible. This, I mean, there's so many things that are crazy uh, going on on television. And Outcast is right. Uh, that's why I, I, I usually don't. I don't watch it. Um, if I do, it's something that I'm. I can go in and you know buy or not buy, but um, you know it's it's either recorded so we don't have to watch you know on the DVR so I can watch it that way or go through the commercials. I'm not a commercial guy. I can't handle, handle it. But again, I'm not, I'm not big into TV. So, um, um, yeah, Michelle, we, we what, don't do, a, we don't do a lot of TV in our house as well, just for that reason, because you know what, you know, what's going in your eyes and your ears and you know, what you're, you know, touching and feeling. I mean, those are all, um, building those neural pathways in your brain and whatever it is that you're feeding will get stronger. So yeah. if you're, you're constantly watching and seeing things that are, you know, bad, um, you're watching the death toll tick on the, you know, on, you know, Fox news and CNN, yeah. you're building those neural pathways and they know that they know that you're building your brain to get stronger. And what does that build? That builds fear. Okay. So, you know, when that all that COVID stuff was going on, you know, we were we were in contact. I wasn't buying any of that. Oh, it was, I wasn't yeah. buying any of that. I'm not wearing your mask. <laughs> I'm not taking your shot. Yes, I'm going to be a horse and deworm myself and yep. my family when we get it. You're absolutely Sucking correct. down tubes yep, of ivermectin. That's what yep. I'm going to do. Guess yep. what? I'm going to be parasite-free, yep. um, and I'm going to start <laughs> neighing and running like an Olympian when I'm done, I guess. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I don't buy into that. So the, the neural pathways people don't understand is, as those are very, um, they're like a magnet. So whatever it is in your brain and you, you start to do over and over again, like, he, like Outcast was saying the satanic stuff, um, it just becomes part of what your normal is. So these people that, you know, are under a spell of, you know, Fox news or CNN, or this is what they said, or, you know, make sure you're, you know, being part of the solution and not the problem. I heard that from the, 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 who was it? The Maui uh, I don't, police yeah, chief. The chief. Be part of the problem or part of the solution, not the problem. I mean, how many times have we heard that over the last three years? Yeah. You know, it was just one of those trigger words that people hear and they're like, oh, I got to be part of the, you know, they're like a minion. I got to be part of the pro solution and not the problem. Part yeah. of the, and they're running around like that. Now, um, thank God some of these, these people on Maui are way smarter than the average, you know, person running mm. around because they see the bull crap that's going on. They know yeah. that they need water. They know they need supplies and their people are trying to get it to them through every source that they can. They're trying to boat it in. They're trying to, you know, drive it in. 
Um, so, you know, that in itself, it's just a spiritual warfare. We are in a spiritual warfare and we have been for years, but now it's, 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 you know, it's blowing up. It's right in our face. Yep. It's, this is what it is. The devil wants to get in and disrupt your family, wants to give you anxiety, wants you to get fat, you know, get fat, eat bad, um, so that it disrupts your health. You have chronic illness, you're on pharmaceuticals. That's what he wants. That's exactly his purpose on earth. Yep. And that's what we're battling against on this show all the time, yep. you guys. This is why we do this. Uh, because we, you know, like I always say, we try to, we need to embolden up in battle against these anti-human parasites. And that's what these elites are. They need us. Um, they need to feed off of our fear. Uh, they love chaos campaigns. That's what they do. That's what we're in right now with this Maui thing and all this weather. Um, all this weather that's happening right now, um, that's all campaign uh, of chaos, fear. All right. Uh, we have the weapons or well, uh, the military industrial complex has the weapons for all that. And they're, 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 uh, deploying them. You've seen the videos that I played even tonight. Um, and, and, and I wanted to ask you guys this now, that video that I showed, uh, showed with the blue umbrellas, the blue cars and, and the objects that were blue there did not catch fire. Then I played that laser video where it was going over those different colored towels. And once it hit the blue towel, it wasn't burning the blue towel. There's something going on. Where I think that 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 laser, the four, the what, the four fifty um, laser doesn't burn the blue, anything blue. Um, say that again. Is that why you're wearing a blue shirt tonight? Ah, <laughs> it could be something. Your microphone is way down or something. Yeah, it's way way down. I don't know what happened to your mic there, but. Yeah, I can barely hear you. Wow. I don't know what that that's all about. Can you hear him? Uh, barely. Yeah. No, every Okay, yeah, sounds good. So he's going to take off and come back on in, you guys. Um They were saying that blue laser is something to do with the color of the laser that it doesn't burn um <clears throat> the same color as itself or something. I was listening to some some yeah. stuff on that today. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I figured, you know, might as well pull that up um, and, and show that video earlier because it's it's part of what's going on here, you guys. You have to understand that that's all part of uh, of our chaos. And that's the chaos campaign. Um, let's see here. We have. Uh, all right, Outcast. Let's see if your mic is, is back in shape now. It's it's very, very low again. I don't know why. It's Everything is fine on our end over here, but. Um, uh, I have a few more things here, uh, Michelle. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I've got a whole list of stuff. Uh, going back to fitness and health and lifestyle, a lot of people, most people are busy. How? What's an example of how you how a busy person can fit health and fitness into their lifestyle? We we hit some of this already, but doesn't discipline have to come in at some point? Of course. I mean, you have to have self-discipline because once anybody starts anything, think of January, everybody's in the gym, right? Everybody can find the time they're in the gym. They're you know the- why? Because of all the commercials that come on yeah. after Christmas. They all say, go to the gym, gym specials, every- half off. Everybody go to the gym. Here's your, here's your <laughs> half off. But they come in, they have all their headbands on and their gear and they're ready to go. And they start off, a hun- you know, they're 110% in. And then what happens? 
their motivation is yeah. gone. Yeah. Their motivation some somewhere fizzles out two yeah. weeks after, three weeks after. And that's really where anything that happens in life, your self-discipline has to kick in. Yeah. That's with a job or anything else. If your health is important to you, which it should be because a better you means a better worker, means a better husband, father, sister, brother, whatever it is. And that just spider web effects. But, um, you know, the lifestyle has to come from some kind of discipline. Your motivation's going to leave no matter what. You're you're going to get yeah. motivated, but yep. it's going to leave just like a job. But you still have to go to work. You still have to pay your bills. You still have to pay these God forbidden taxes that we have to pay. Um, but you still go to work. Otherwise, you'd be homeless. You'd yeah. be homeless. You'd be living on the streets, um, and you wouldn't have the things that you have. So you have to find that inward discipline on what 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 is your why. Why are you doing this? What is your, you want to be healthy? You want to be, you know, you want to live for your kids. Um, and those have to be the driving factors. The reason why people don't actually stay with it is because we're impulsive. Humans want things now. Now. Yeah. Especially so, in this culture that we're in right now. Yeah. We want it right now or it doesn't work. We want that six minute ab. If, and we'll pay $10 or a hundred dollars for that six minute ab. But what we don't want to do is we don't want to put six weeks of hard work in and then, you know, go that way. Right. There's got to be some level of self-accountability and you have to have that inner dialogue that says, you know, I don't want to go, but I have to make this just as important as it is a meeting with my boss or, you know, going to work and making sure I have money to pay my mortgage for my kids. Um, your health should be number one, because that's going to make all that other stuff you do after it. 100% easier. Mm -hmm. You don't need two, three hours out of your day. So you need to wake up either if you if you have a long day, let's say you have a full day, you work seven to seven. Let's say you're a nurse, you work seven to seven, right? Um, then you wake up a little early and you get a workout in, whatever that looks like. You do some squats, you do Pilates or whatever it is, you get your heart rate going, you get that adrenaline drop, you get them, you know, good, happy, um, you know, secretions going through your brain um, and you schedule it. You schedule it just like your job is scheduled or you schedule it just like your lunch is scheduled and you make it part of your day. You just wake up and you do it. You brush your teeth, you, you do all the other, you wash your face, you take a shower, you wash your armpits, work out. It's the same thing. You schedule it in and it make it important to you and mm, keep yeah. that self-discipline. Um, and then, you know, then you go through your day, making sure that you're, you're eating nutrient dense foods. You know, some of the things we talked about before it's a process. Um, you know, I, I used to tell people when, you know, people would call me in and I was on patrol and their kid would be out of control, 16 years old, throwing things around the house and crazy. And, and they would want me to undo 16 years of bad behavior and fix it in three seconds of me being on that call. And if I didn't, I was a villain. Yeah. Um, the same thing is here is that you've got to realize that you've done it depending on how many years that you've been living unhealthy or haven't been doing the right thing for your body. Um, you've got to realize you have that many years to unravel, not saying that it'll take you 16 years, but it's going to take some time, yep. dedication and hard work to get there. And you may have to employ, and I'm not saying monetary wise, but you may have to get a little army together to help you get there because asking for help is actually cool these days, Right. Um, and you need to get your mental health on, on board. You need to get your spiritual health on board and you need to get your physical self on board because without that trifecta of that health, one piece is always going to be missing. And that is going to be the open door for the devil. Period. There you go. Amen to that. Oh, hold on. Okay. I, okay. 
it's it's still down. I don't know why you're down here. I don't. <sighs> it's almost like his mic's not. Yeah, is your it's not plugged in or something? Yeah, nothing is different here, Outcast. Everything is the same on our end. Um, I, I heard that pretty good. Whatever you just did there. Did your mic switch somehow to your computer? Check, check. Can you hear me? That's better. Is it, is it better? It, it's better, but it's not full. It's it's better. We can hear you better. Maybe just run with that for now until we finish, and then we'll... Uh, we'll, we'll I'm going to hold off on commenting then. Go ahead. No, it, well, it's, I can hear him it's now. decent now. You're yep. about halfway up. Yep, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I forget what I was going to say now. Oh, I was, was going to say, you know, I think a lot of people too, you, you, Michelle, you're talking about the spiritual aspect of it. Um, people have these these God-shaped holes in their in their hearts and they're looking to fill it and they always look in the wrong place, right? So that's what leads them down the path to all kinds of addictions, including food addictions and other types of things like that. So like you said, getting your, 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 your whole happiness can come be stemmed to your health. And then if you can't get that in order, then you can't find your spirituality. It's all kind of interconnected. It's like the whole thing falls apart. If you have all three, it's a trifecta. If you don't, it's like you're going down the road with a flat tire. You know, it's going to it's gonna handicap you at some point. I don't know. Just throwing that in there, just a random thought. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's actually one of the, you know, I'm, I'm big on like, you know, t- trying to get people to understand with, you know, not using, you know, term terminology in the fitness world. But it's like, you know, they're like, oh, I just don't have time or I just don't have this or I just don't have that. People are very, um, talk a lot of self-negative to themselves. And I always stop and mm. say, would you be just listen to how you're talking to yourself? Do you have friends like that that talk to you like that? Mm-hmm. Well, no, absolutely not. Well, then why would on earth would you talk to yourself like that? Self-talk is huge. A positive manifestation, positive talk. Um, one of the things I have my deputies do when I teach them in the um, the academy is um, I tell them every morning, I know this is going to sound funny and I know some of you guys are going to go home and do it. But every morning when you wake up, despite of how you feel, I don't care how you feel if you woke up with a bad back or you, you know you had a bad night. I want you to get up and I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say you are a beautiful, badass mother effer and you are going to kill it today. Because there's something powerful about looking at yourself and telling yourself that you are awesome because we're so used to putting ourselves down or looking at other people and being jealous or not good enough or not worth enough or not worthy of of certain people or things or adventures or jobs, um, that power comes from within. You've got to get up and tell yourself, no matter how you feel, you got to wake up and you got to show up. And if that's writing notes on the mirror or that's telling yourself you're you're the best, you're the baddest, you're the most beautiful, um, pretty soon you're going to start believing that because that's a that's a positive way to start your morning. Um, one of the psychologists that I used to um, that was on the SWAT team with me. He was in one of my classes. He's a part-time deputy. And I said, um, and he said, I do that all the time. And I said, really, how do you do that? And he pulls out his wallet and it said, B-A-M, bad, bam. And I said, yes. Yeah. I said, what is, what is that? Lamar? And he, um, I was bam, B-A-M-F. And he said, I pull it out and I know that I'm a badass motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Every single time I pull my wallet out, it's a reminder that that's who I am. And I, yeah. And I said, well, okay, how many times are you pulling your wallet out? And he said, these days all the time. So I'm getting the, the reminder all the time. But it's just one of those things that go back that if you're not treating yourself right, then nobody else is going to. Well, that that's a law of attraction. 
Thank pumping you. me up yep. with this music here and, and everything <laughs> you're saying. Go, We're going to okay. work out right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Outcast. <laughs> no, I just, you know, it's to add to that, it's just, it's that law of attraction too. So once yeah. you, if you, ha- if you're thinking negatively about yourself, then you're going to, don't be afraid if you, don't be surprised if you attract negativity, you know, with other people, you're going to attract those people to surround you and vice versa. If you're being positive and then you're saying, you know, you gotta, you gotta just do it to, to be successful. It's like, well, must be present to win. Yeah. And and a lot of these people are running around. And I said earlier that PTSD is not a um, it's not just a police or veteran problem. Um, We've we've really noticed and realized that PTSD and trauma is a human problem. And people are walking around with tremendous grief, trauma, PTSD, and they don't know what to do with it because they don't realize it. So they're coping in ways that they normally wouldn't. That's why we need to get to the root cause of what is going on so that we can channel what Whatever those are and we can deal with those traumas and get them the help that they need so that they can not forget about them, but they can cope with them accordingly. Jesse and I were talking about this earlier today. It's ironic that you bring that up. Um, I, I was telling Jesse that, I, you know, I've been reading this book and it's called Spiritual Warfare. And it's like a clinical psychology book mixed with psych, with um, scripture mixed in with it. But there's a lot of things to learn from this book. But the one that stood out to me repeatedly is that Everybody has trauma, just like you said. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be military or, or police or anybody to have PTSD. But and it could be mu- anything from something very mundane as a kid to something extremely traumatic as a kid. Regardless, people have levels of trauma. Now, what happens is kind of like big pharma. You, you if you have a headache and you and the doctor says we'll take you the, this ibuprofen, you're masking what caused the headache. Like you know from nutrition, it could be gluten, it could be anything affecting somebody right. causing a headache, right? So you never get to the root cause of the headache. Well, likewise, we find ourselves praying over people who have who have bad behavior or issues or trauma. You know, they are acting out as an adult. They have re- rebellion in their nature, and we're praying and praying God fix them, fix them, or help them, help them to see the way. But really, we need to challenge ourselves to start praying over their unseen, unknown to us trauma, whatever pain that they've gone through. Bring them to healing through Jesus Christ. Because you're not, you could, it's, it's almost like a patch if you're praying over the behavior. You need to be praying over what caused the behavior. So just throwing that in there because you brought up PTSD. Right. And, Jesse and, and I were just talking about this today. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people don't realize that, that your health and your fitness is directly connected with that because you have people um, that are running around, they're, they're looking for that good feeling or to feel better or lose the anxiety and and they work out and it works a little bit, but it's not working all the way Well, because there's root issues. And the problem with it is, is that we start holding things in our brain. Um, we file those away as, as much as, you know, little infants and people and, and whatever that trauma is when we're little, it's compounding. It's like interest. It's a compounding trauma and it builds and it builds and it builds and it keeps building in us until we are older. And then we start having, um, you know, we start having problems with our spouses or with people. And it's just the compounded trauma that we've never dealt with, that we found our own coping mechanisms, whether it be through eating, through, um, you know, excessive porn, shopping, um, you know, all the things that, you know, people have these addictions and and all the crutches, crutches, and they're not getting to the root cause, which is um, something traumatic that keeps them um, it's a trigger. It's something that's going on and they don't even realize it. Yep. So, you know, we address that a, a huge and I'm part of the period. Well, I'm part of with the Oakland um, 
with the Oakland County Sheriff's, we make sure that um, we have something called peer to peer. And I have people come to me through fitness and they're this, this is one of the things they come through and they say, well, I want to get better, but I just can't, and I just can't wake up and I work midnight. And, and then we start getting into really some of the things that they're, they're doing. And you know, it's like, stop, you need to go to peer to peer. And we really, we need to start doing some like therapy to figure out why you're doing this. We can simultaneously tackle your health and nutrition, but we really need to focus on the nucleus of what this problem is. And we've had, uh, We've had so many officers go through this and actually start to get better just by um, dealing with mental health. Um, and and just dealing with mental health, you start feeling better, you start doing better, you start wanting better, you start having a better outlook. And that just kind of heals itself as far as nutrition and working out. All of those things become easier because now you're taking those rose glasses off that you see the world through, that's your trauma, and you start actually seeing it for what it, it could be. Um so there's a lot of good things that come from, you know, addressing that spiritually. And that's part of what I talk about spiritually is not everybody believes the same God and they, they have their own thing. Um, but get to a higher power, whatever that is, because there's more than just us. Um, and, and that's really where you're going to turn yourself around is making sure that that is okay. And everything on, you know, from there is going to just find its way. That's smart. That's very smart. Outcast, um, man. Good stuff. Yeah, we've been through a lot here tonight, you guys. We've talked the, the gamut, and uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you're here to, 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 to bring all this stuff to us, Coach Michelle. Um, I, I knew that you, you know, since being around you all these years and, you know, our family working out with your family, uh, you know, it's just made sense for me to have you come into the show and talk about this because, you know, we, we have to be prepared for what's coming mentally, physically spiritually. Um, and, and that's why we're putting these kind of shows together. Uh, it's important. I believe it's important. Um, you, you, we're going to mess around and find out pretty soon. And, uh, I want all my friends and the people that I know, um, to, to have the best chance to be around past all this chaos that's, that they're going to bring to us. Uh, you know, so, so that's why I'm, I'm glad to have you here, uh, coach Michelle. And, and, um, I, I hope you had a good time hanging out with us here and, um, I did. It was, uh, it's great to be here. It's great to get, you know, just spider web effect out and get, get to more people. You know, like I said, the, the more we keep talking and the more that we embrace each other and, and help each other that we're, we're going to be, um, we're, we're the unstoppable, you know, army, but we just have to believe it and come together and, you know, start bracing arms together so that we yeah. can, we can get through this together. Uh, outcast before we get going, I'm going to keep all three of us on the screen for our outro. But um, it, it, it's time. It's time to do this outro because we've been here for a little bit and uh, we got to go, you guys. And, uh, <laughs> and three um, days later, I feel like SpongeBob. My eyes are dry. Got to go to the bathroom. Yes. I need some Celtic salt. There's a tree over there. Yeah. You can just hit this. Don't flush. All right, Outcast. Um, I know you have something uh, good for the people before uh, before we go tonight, and something positive to send them off into the to the rest of the week. Okay, so I noticed in the comments over here, Hamhock was mentioning about, uh, you know, it's our challenges and struggles that make us stronger. And it kind of rings true to some information uh, that was brought to my attention in the Bible uh, from uh, a new church I visited this past weekend. And uh, Pastor Gabriel pointed this out. I, I really liked it. I'm going to try to relay it to you guys. Mm -hmm. This first verse I'm going to read is from 2 Corinthians uh, 12. And I'm going to start at 7, I believe, here. Uh, my eyes are kind of playing tricks on my hair. To keep me from becoming conceited, 
Because of these surpri- uh, surpassingly great revelations, there was given me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, and in hardships, and uh, persecutions, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. God can demonstrate his perfect power through us when, we, when we're weak and he gets to come through and show, show us how, uh, how to deliver us through that adversity. Also, too, in uh, John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, you know, think about it like this, too. You know, Peter's in the boat. And Jesus is calling for him to come out on the water as he's walking on the water. It's, it's in our nature to say things like, well, why do I have to get out of the boat? I, why don't you just come to me, Jesus? <laughs> Wouldn't that be easier? Yeah. Just come to me. For sure. Yeah. Right? But what he did was he, he he challenged Peter to step out into the discomfort and the fear and to to reach Jesus to have that moment, right? Of, of to to so Christ could be glorified in that. Um we want everything to be easy, and it's not. Life isn't going to be easy, um, but it's those hardships, like Hamhock was saying, that that uh, that teaches perseverance and pe- teaches to be strong. Um, if Christ could suffer on the cross for us, um, we most definitely could withstand whatever um, crucible or thorn in our side as as Paul had. We don't know what what Paul's affliction was, but I think each and every single one of us have a weakness in our body that hurts us on the regular. Uh, other people don't understand. Um, we work around it, but. God takes those who are weak and he exemplifies his strength through us when, in that weakness. So don't uh, don't revile when things are challenging and when you feel weak. Uh, just take heart that uh, God has overcome the world and he's going to work through you. So that's my message this week. <clears throat> Excellent. Thank you. And uh, Hamhock says, it has been a pleasure seeing you, Michelle. Very nice to see what you are seeing. And he says, I like Michelle. She is down to earth and knows what's up. <laughs> that's right. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having Amen. me. That is right. That's awesome. And um, I'm just looking over some uh, music lover over here on, on Twitch says, uh, this has been such an encouraging show tonight. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, thank you for uh, for being out there, music lover. Uh, this has been great, fun, eye-opening. I uh, hope you guys have learned some things. Um, it, again, if you guys have questions, I want you to go to, 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 the, to the links that I put down in, in the show notes there. Uh, Coach Michelle's Instagram link is... Um, it's uh, her at is at Dragon's Den 846, Dragon's Den 846. And her trainer eyes uh, um, profile is the the link to that is also there. Uh, so click that. Go visit her. We're um, also on Facebook. I don't know if people actually use that anymore, but we are on Facebook as well. <laughs> well, yeah, for, for things, you know, yeah, you got to be careful yeah, with yeah. Facebook there. They might... Uh, you know, they don't want people getting too fit and healthy. I put mullen leaf up there and I get banned and yeah. you know, I get locked down for a minute. So <laughs> I got to be careful. But we yeah. are with Dragon's Den. Uh, just search Dragon's Den and uh, train, strength and training will we'll come up. You'll see us there. Shoot me any questions or anything. I'd love to um, help you out and come together. Sounds good. So, yeah, you guys, with that, um, I, I just want to say thank you guys for, for being out there tonight. Uh, it, it's been a good show. Uh, it, you know, I think we've, we've put out a lot of things to think about and, you know, at, at some point we're going to have to think about all these things and, um, you know, it's not always easy 
You know, this, uh, the stuff is hard and, and they're making it hard for us. But uh, with, the, with the power of sharing information and talking with, with each other and like-minded people like us um, and, and friends and family that you have around you, that are, you know, hopefully they have their eyes and ears open too to what's going on. Uh, it's going to make it a lot easier. Uh, learn to do the things, the hard things sometimes, you know, um, but, but we have a battle ahead and, you know, it, it's coming no matter what it, it, these things are written and, uh, we have to go through these things. So just prepare yourself, uh, be smart and, and get ready for some of these things. Cause you know, they do have to come. So, um, again, thanks you. Thanks to you, coach Michelle being right next to me here. Uh, all the live listeners or live viewers. Thank you guys. Um, for being out there and enjoying the show and, and, and with your input and, and adding things. So, and, and also to outcast, thank you outcast, uh, for, for showing up and, uh, working that microphone again tonight, brother. <laughs> it's good. So, um, remember the read description of tonight's show, you guys, uh, down below, you're going to find all the show notes that are relevant to reach us. Um, send me an email. If you guys are interested in getting some information on the show, if you have something interesting to say and share that thing you think people need to know, Email me, dangerousinfopodcast at protonmail.com, all right? Um, also, thanks again for listening to the show. Um, I'm Jesse James. He's Outcast, and she's Michelle. Look at her, Coach Michelle right there. <laughs> so um, just thanks again for listening to us. You know, and, and as you guys go through this week, remember to be bold, be courageous, stay alert, and don't fall for the government media complex propaganda. It's coming at you at every level of your life, my life, all of our lives, all right? Remember, I keep telling you, the media is lying to you. Believe me when I say that. You can turn it on and find out every day. Uh, there's solutions to all this stuff, and we're here to help through uh, those parallel ideas, solutions, right? So it's, it's up to you guys to act on, on what we're putting out. Um, so I hope you do that. Uh, this has been the Dangerous Info Podcast, you guys. We love you guys. Stay dangerous, my patriot friends. Stay dangerous. Until next time. The word smart, right? Remember when smart came along? Smart car, smart mm -hmm. phone, smart meter, smart watch, smart everything. People, you yep. know, I, I, I knew right away when I first heard it, um, it was, you know, S-M-A-R-T. People just think it's smart, like intelligent. It's not, okay? Smart, what it stands for, it's an acronym. Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. Smart. I had no idea. I'm going to repeat that again. Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. Okay. Wow. What this is, 